Everybody, and welcome to another, oh my god, I'm just, I'm so sorry everybody. <laughs> they, Dustin and Arnold don't see what I just did. <laughs> I didn't log into the Twitch no, no, stream yet. No, 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 you're fine, you guys are going to see it, you guys will see it if you, um, if you go back, it's really quick. But I was sitting. Did you just leave your screen up or something? <laughs> mm-hmm. I I was moving. I was on, still on Discord. I was trying to send a link to somebody, and uh, <laughs> I forgot that it's showing on the stream. <laughs> nice job. Ten out of ten. Um, you getting somebody doxed over here? Oh no 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 no! Thankfully, you can't see uh, can't see the little numbers on people's names. That and like everyone uses their code names, so it's all good. Um, hey everybody, welcome to the Key Items Podcast streaming. I am out of sorts today. Uh, <laughs> As you might have guessed. Um, but we are here. We are. We are happy to bring you another festive episode of the Key Items Podcast streaming. Um, today, of course, the podcast episode. Um, so if you have previewed the title at any point in time, um, coming to here on this channel, if you're here, you know what this episode is about. Um, before we go into the rest of our episode, before we go into, and I'll say this at the at the key items part too as well. Um, before we get into that part, I want to say kind of just a, a, a notice of what the key items podcast has always been, what it's always been about. Um, this isn't my first podcast that I've been the host of, but the key items podcast follows the same train of thought that I've always wanted to do. And that is to go into deeper discussion with um, peers and friends about games and anime and nerd stuff. And and when I mean deeper discussion, I don't just mean like, what do you think Sephiroth's mommy issues are about? Are like, what do you think Chrono dying at the end of... Spoilers. Um, <laughs> for those of you who haven't played Chrono Trigger, um, um, what do you think about the death of the main character and stuff like that? These are things we talk about. You guys have been here. You see us talk about these things. Um, but it is not the only thing. I actually want to talk about how nerd media and stuff um, develops and um, um, its implications in the real world are the real world implications on the nerd. Um, world have you and you've heard me Dustin and Arnold bitching complain about things like NFTs stuff like that and so this episode will be the same thing um Except not about NFTs something yeah else. yeah not about yeah. NFTs um and I'll I'll give more um stuff down the line in this episode of I am not here to be the boogeyman for for people I'm not here to be like like, oh, I'm going to talk about this one person that did the one thing. No, 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 no. Um, I've always had, <laughs> as I say this, Goodbye says, get him, boys. <laughs> oh, 
but um, but I am here to draw your attention to a bigger problem that will develop past just the issues that it is, and it will like it will fester into other parts of society as all these issues always do. Um, we are not in a bubble. Um, I do not pick sides about things. I pick the facts. And usually the facts usually are what I like. So, like, you know, um, I have biases. You know, I I don't think slavery's cool. <laughs> That's a bias. <laughs> it's a good bias. But, you know, there's some people out there that will say... Well, I'm, I'm big to sure do that's a that's a hot take. Man. That's, that's a hot that's, take. I'm yeah, I'm going to go out and on another hot take. These, these businesses out here, they're like, man, sure it'd be nice if, if I had a slave. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, I'm gonna Arnold. I'm gonna go on another hot take. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna push it. I'm gonna push it hard. Nazis, I don't like them. Oh, man, that's crazy. James. I think they're. I think they're pretty. Wow. I think they're pretty. Wow. I think mm-hmm. they're pretty naughty. Um, you know. see, see, Jay, now that you're outside the norm, you're not, you see, that's what makes you weird. I, you know, I just, I'm not with it. I'm not I'm with it, not you know? Bored. You know, you know? That bandwagon, you're just like, you can just keep rolling, rolling, leaving uh, me behind. <laughs> you know, attacking dark skin minorities? Not my thing. <laughs> not a, not a thing, not a thing. I don't know. <laughs> Wild take. Wild take there. Let me ancestors been doing it for years, James. (laughs) What did you say? Specifically. (laughs) What did you say? Do I? Who said you said what? What? Sorry, Arnold. What did you say? (laughs) What did you say? I said our ancestors been doing it for years. You know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Just hot take. Just attack everyone. Truly. Just Kaiju's like Kaiju's like. Beat the shit out of everybody. Um, but we're gonna get, we're gonna, we're gonna. Yes, I think this is correct. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dissing that at all. Equal opportunity. Equal opportunity catching hands. When everyone's catching hands, it's almost like we're giving each other high fives. New, new communism. Everybody new communism. Whoa, Dustin, don't say that word here. We're a very small channel. You know, in America, you say the C word, they just I drop know, you right? off. Um, But no, this episode is actually to talk about um, um, the latest book bannings that have been occurring and um, particularly in the U.S. And we're going to be discussing the implications and issues around that, why people are full of shit. Um, And then just going into other details about why I personally feel like book banning is one of the single worst things you can do to a group of people in a society at large and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Um, I, um, Liz may pop in, um, in our like text chat, um, and whatnot. I was hoping to have them pop on today, but like, um, things as they were did not work out as far as the equipment and hardware concerns go. Um, but anyway, We'll get to the nitty gritty part of the episode. Oh, another thing too. If you've come here and you're a bigot, I'm going to hurt your fucking feelings. And I don't care. Um, I, I am, I like to honestly, honestly try to 
like get people to see a more positive outlook on things when when it's manageable. But if you are just a hateful individual and you're just like, yeah, no, I don't like this group of people or some group of people can be certain ways sometimes, you know, the passive racism bullshit that people do. You can stay. I'm not asking you to leave. I'm just going to hurt your feelings. This is your this is your warning. <laughs> this is your warning. Also this for is the little flashing uh, the little flashing light indicators. <laughs> and also another trigger warning, an actual trigger warning. I will be talking about some heavy topics. Um I will be talking about Holocaust stuff, slavery, um, the execution and removal of native people in different lands. I will be talking about marginalized groups, um, LGBT groups that are harmed and hurt. I will be talking about um, people who are just watching these horrible things happen. People who make excuses for people who do horrible things. Um, I will be hitting things that you probably see in your daily life are allowed to happen in your daily life. I'm not here to hold your hand. I'm sorry. I'm 33. I'm old. My side hurts. And I want to play Trails in this coast. <laughs> But so yeah, trails that's it. Is the holy grail for James. One this day you have time to play trails. Oh, oh, you know what? When I complete the series, I'm just gonna stream it. Fuck everybody. Oh, <laughs> oh man. you know that's gonna be so many shots during the stream. <laughs> Someone just has the liquor bottle turned upside down in their mouth. Um, exactly. Anyway, but we'll get to the main gist of the episode. Um, we're gonna go through our normal stuff. Welcome. We're still gonna have fun and have jokes. But you'll tell, you can tell when I put on my grumpy old man pants. Um, but anyway, my compatriots are, in this they, one. are they those high waisted pants like you see sometimes? Man, old sometimes guys I want some high waisted pants. Like, those ones that are up like up past your like belly your button, button. You know? buttons. I get it. Like you I got get some it suspenders. Man, I want some suspenders. I'm sick of belts. Um, but yes. Um, That's when you actually turn into a grandpa, my guy. See, when you get the suspenders, though, you can do this little suspender snap thing, you know, where you like right? thumbs in them. You know? Right. <laughs> suspenders work for any body type, too. You can, it doesn't matter how your body doesn't looks. Matter. You wear some suspenders. You look good in them. Um, but anyway, the voices <laughs> you hear are not in my head. At least I hope not. Um, it's just. Yes, people are having a very interesting experience. This is crazy. Like, yeah, they're like, what? <laughs> Um, it is Dustin and Arnold. Say hey to the folks, guys. Hey, everybody. Hello, everybody. Um, and so we're going to go ahead and start off, um, just jump into our, our, um, next issues. Next issues for everybody. Mm. It's part of the podcast where we talk about the news and things that have been up to today. I actually have release news for everybody. Um, what? Yeah, I know, right? Two, two hot takes today. There, <laughs> people are going to be like, James has news. He cares about some releases. Not really. But like, I'm going to. <laughs> you feel like people should know. I found some that people should know, um, that I feel people should know. Um, I'm pretty sure there's stuff on here that people are like, what are you talking about? Um, but yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're like, what? Yeah, they're like, oh, why do I care? Why do I care? Um, but we'll get to me last. Um, we'll always start off with the big boy news. We're going to go to Arnold. Mm-hmm. Drop uh, it yes. for us. The big boy news. Okay. So we have a couple of things happening. 
We've got uh, Activision Blizzard QA coming out. QA VP. Uh, oh, no, real Christian. quick, Arnold. Sorry, I see what you put there, Kaiju. <laughs> we will t- <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Go ahead, Arnold. <laughs> like uh, like Activision that. Blizzard leader from QA VP Christian Ahrens has apparently sent an internal message to everyone about uh, discouraging people from unionization. Yeah, uh, I heard about that. Mature studio. So apparently, there was an internal like message sent that said a union doesn't do anything to help us produce world class games. <laughs> and the bargaining <laughs> process is not typically quick, often reduces flexibility, and can be adverse. Adversarial. Anyway, English, please. Adversarial. I can't. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Adversarial. Uh, Adversarial, holy shit, I can't speak. Mm-hmm. And lead to negative publicity. All of this could hurt our ability oh. to continue creating great <laughs> games. <laughs> Wait, time out, time out. That's the negative publicity. The union. Mm-hmm. This union apparently. Not James, the rape. Know, no, no, no. See, James, that's you keep that. See, James, that's not what important. No one cares about that anymore. It's about this union, okay? Oh, no. We don't want unions in our building, okay? Because they help the workers. I'm trying to get my next fucking yacht in two months, okay? Bruh. The fact that... Go ahead, Dustin. Okay, I'll get to the yacht in a minute. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Dustin. Go ahead. Are you finna talk about Jeff Bezos now? I'll talk about the yacht in a minute. Okay, Dustin wants to talk about the yacht. Okay, okay, okay. I was going to say... um. For for me, this is like it's not even new now. Like they're just like they're like, yeah, we had some rape, some people got harassed. Um, people who are um, any form of minority do not feel welcome at our place of work. That's all right. It's cool. It's all good. But a union? You mean you're gonna get enough of like-minded individuals that want to help each other out and actually make demands of a company that's a multi-billion-dollar project? No. Like, I. They're not lasting long. Activision Blizzard isn't lasting long if they keep this up. They're gonna have to stop. They're gonna have to change. They have literally fed Square Enix more money. And Square Enix doesn't need it. Like... As we see what happened when Square Enix got money, they're like, hey, you know what right. would be great? Even more money. And you know how we get even more money? NFT. Right. Like, it's... it's it's They've literally fed another competition in the worst way possible. And now they're just sitting there going, no, no unions. Because they don't help you make like create world-class games. First off, mm-hmm. let's be correct here. You guys haven't released a world-class game in a couple of years. You have a legacy of world-class games. But can anyone tell me the last Back in Activision my Blizzard? day, we made great games. But <laughs> <laughs> it feels a little bit like Yeah, like, I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of the last Activision Blizzard, like, world-class game. Like, a game that shook the world. Because the last mm-hmm. game I remember them creating was Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Which is a That's good awesome. game. It's a really good game. It's far underrated, but like that's been years. Um, and even that game didn't do as well as they wanted it to. Mm-hmm. You know, so I remember Hearthstone getting really big. Hearthstone yeah. is a pretty, pretty is a very good and game. I played it fucking it. dropped because you know. 
it, you know, it, the thing that should not be spoken about over there. Well, Hearthstone dropped because I think it came out right when online cart gaming started to shoot up. I think it came out a little too early. For what it was, it was really good. Like, it, it's honestly one of the best online card games. That being said... Um, I'm looking at their website right now, and there, there's a thing that says, Our legendary franchises, iconic titles from iconic studios, World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, Diablo, Candy Crush... Candy Crush. Candy Crush. <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to say is that the last of the their big titles, their big ones, have already come out like five years ago plus. Mm-hmm. They've not made one. So like shut up with that. We cannot produce world class games. You haven't produced any games. Sit down. Um but yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all there, Arnold. Mm-hmm. Uh Aaron also apparently emphasized that even if the Raven members at the Game Workers Alliance uh, successfully unionize, this wouldn't mean that all Activision Studios and QA teams would fall under it. So he's trying to tell people, look, just because they can do it doesn't mean you'll be able to do it. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Part of me wonders, like, the bad publicity of the union is like, we don't want people looking too much at us when we bust this union. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Like they don't want to be seen too hard as the them. big, scary union union breaking companies. You know, they mm-hmm. want to be like Amazon. Yeah, except they yeah. do want to be like Amazon because they'd like to have that kind of money. Everybody wants to be like Amazon. Everyone wants to be like Amazon and Disney. Speaking of Amazon, there you go. Dust. <laughs> how about <laughs> how about that bridge in? Uh, Rotterdam. Uh, so, slightly so, unrelated to our news, but still yes, a big but funny. still always yes. related. Yes, yes, um, yeah, so apparently Jeff Bezos wants the city of Rotterdam in in the Netherlands to dismantle a bridge. He wants to so demolish a bridge so his yacht can, can come out. A historic bridge. Yes. So that his yacht can get out of the harbor. So he can take a yacht out of the harbor. How and I'm sitting here thinking thing? like that's the most... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, that's the most American thing I've ever heard. Mm. Go to another country, build something, tell them to take something down that's historical, and then ship your ship out of it. He might as well be eating a hot dog on top of it. <sighs> Pretty much. <laughs> you mean hamburger, James. What I want to know Freedom is, fries, first Arnold. of all, who builds a yacht too big for the dock that it can't leave and didn't think about this along the way? Jeff that's Bezos, apparently. Part, apparently. Um, and also, I mean, it's Amazon. Can't y'all just, like, take the yacht back apart, ship it somewhere else, and put it back together? You know what I've always wondered (laughs) is why, like, it's called Amazon, which is a perfect name for a company because the dismantling of the Amazon will kill us all. Um, I was going to say, um, yeah, like, yeah, oh, okay, so Liz is saying, okay, a couple of things come up. One, I did not know that the Overwatch 2 demo is coming. That is interesting. Um, Liz is saying that apparently people are going to, um going to line up and throw eggs at it somebody wanted to throw more than eggs and i'll just leave that to your imagination oh wow revolution (laughs) (laughs) um look here's how i'm gonna say it americans have come into literally every country on the planet and ruined it at some level um 
I'm not going to tell them not to do something to stop it from happening. Just try not to hurt anybody. You can help it. Maybe the solution is we'll just, they can just call Blue Origin and put a rocket on it and just get it out of the harbor that way. Mm. <laughs> you know what happened. You know what happened. The, they'll have all the plans to, to build the yacht and dismantle the bridge, but then the package will be late and it'll have to come back tomorrow. So oh, <laughs> everyone will be there. Um, yeah, no, I, I knew exactly what um, Dustin was chomping at the bit about <laughs> when he was talking about it. It's a pretty stupid thing, but Jeff Bezos is a fucking super villain at this point. We know this. Like, he really is. He's he Lex Luthor. Like, he looks like freaking Lex Luthor. He, he's Lex Luthor. Like, that's what he I is. I think, I wonder sometimes if that's just his aesthetic at this point. Oh, he's I'm like, pretty somebody, sure. Somebody made that joke and he's like, well, you know, I could look like Lex Luthor. He said, I will be Lex Luthor. <laughs> he's he waiting for his Superman. Neon green power armor when his superman gets here he's waiting for his superman um but all right arnold what else you got what else we got how about the ftc investigating microsoft's uh attempt to acquire division blizzard because for people who don't know to acquire because it's not finalized yeah it's not finalized yet uh for people who don't know so uh, the ftc is going to uh, review whether <laughs> this your, will your comment, Max. Go ahead, Arnold. <laughs> uh, they can review whether this acquisition is going to harm uh, com- competition against other uh, companies. You know, like the big Sony, the, the, the little little Nintendo over there. I know Nintendo's struggling. You know, they've been struggling. Oh yeah, they're so they're, struggling. They just don't. Struggling. Struggling. They just I don't mean, know what to do with their money. Have money for lawsuits. Yeah, man. <laughs> they only just told. 6.5 million copies of that new Pokemon game. Boy, boy, weeks, you man. know how hard it is for Nintendo sometimes? I heard that as the employees walk into the green tube that leads them to work, because we all know Nintendo employees go through a mm-hmm. green tube to go to work, they had to wow, cut wow, down wow. on the Kirby stars to travel. Now they have Damn. to use Yoshis. And that's so hard to manage all of them <laughs> Yoshis because they're trying to just eat anything that walks in front of them. Three employees mm-hmm. were eating up last thing, came out of shitty eggs. It's so difficult. I heard that they're about to release Advance Wars and there's a rumor going around that a new Fire Emblem game is coming out soon. <laughs> Nintendo doesn't know what to do with itself. It's just that little company over there. It hasn't bought out anybody or anything like that. They're weird and sometimes they have backwards thinking but good god they just can't make any money at all i swear <laughs> nintendo may be hitting the rocks at some point we may be seeing mario and other people's video games at some point a la sonic uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't keep this bullshit up anyway <laughs> like, um, but yes go ahead, but go ahead again the south will rise again the sega rise again <laughs> dreamcast 2 let's go oh no <laughs> Oh, go ahead, Arnold. What are you saying? <laughs> um, so, so the investigation is going to be uh, held up, and we'll be going to the U.S. Justice Department. Apparently, this is going to be. A, um, I'm not sure how long it's going to be. There hasn't been anything said so far about the investigation, right. but we'll yeah, see whether or not they still go through. Yeah, they keep it quiet for a bit. Yeah. Uh, the FTC also. I know it's a little bit off topic, but the FTC also did uh, sue to block like Nvidia's uh, attempt to buy it. Arm. Yeah, like, I know. Uh, I heard about that like a month ago, a month or two ago. Um, like they stopped yeah, that arm just a couple weeks ago, which is so what this they might needed to actually do. happen. Yeah. So the thing is, is that this is good. This is like mm-hmm. it's not full antitrust stuff, um, but it's close. Um, Nintendo be like, we were drunk when I did our controller design compared to every other controller. <laughs> 
<laughs> they said, how can we make the N64 the most amazing controller? You know and the so worst like, part? Have you ever seen a fork, you, but with only three pegs instead of four? You, you know the worst part? The worst part is, is that I have never had a Nintendo controller issue. And so whenever people in conversations bring it up, I sit there like that weird freak in the corner. And I'm like, I played the N64 just fine. Well, my <laughs> question is, well, you say that, James. But did you ever paddle the freaking raft on Mario Party? Okay, let me tell you a little something about Mario Party. The concept of that game is evil. Uh, <laughs> the whole concept it's of like Mario Mono- Party. You know, I feel like Mario Party is like Monopoly. That orig- it was actually intended to be like, oh yeah, t- <laughs> yeah, a terrible you're, game, and you're supposed to not like it. You're dead on. <laughs> like you're you're dead on. It's supposed to be Monopoly, but the the there's a condition where the banker can turn the controller into a fucking like like um flail. And smack your ass when you steal their stars. <laughs> mm. um, Mario, you are a bad person if you like Mario Party. <laughs> you have no soul. <laughs> Mario Party. Here's the deal with Mario Party. Yes, Mario Party is Friendship Destroyer. At least with Mario Kart. Mario it's Party totally is the Friendship essence Destroyer of... if you get out the blue shell. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Any Mario game... And hear me out. Anyone that enjoys any Mario game that it connects with a party mechanic, you are some form of fucked up degenerate. It's okay. I am too. It's where we all are. We're, we're just different types of fucked up. Some people get off watching people lose stars. Some people get off throwing like the blue turtle shell. Or some people get off when you throw your friend into a pit. Yes. <laughs> James knows exactly what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Man, those are good times on the Wii. No, not at all. You're wrong. I get off slamming people in Mario Tennis, but I'm a sick fuck. As well, like, you know, like, you know. But, but anyway, what I was going to say, this is usually good, though, coming back to um, um looking into all these acquisitions and stuff kind of like with arms which was a very very good thing for nvidia jesus mm-hmm. fucking christ um and the well everyone else not nvidia we don't want oh. nvidia buying arm oh yeah, yeah yeah that's what i mean and the thing is is that nvidia is like oh i want to my monopoly fucking nvidia man they make the best cars but they are f- ooh anyway um, I also heard cars, and I was like, "Did they branch into automobiles?" They might as well at this point. I um, mean, shifted probably in some cars. Yeah, I, I will be a hundred percent honest. There is probably either an AMD chip or a or an NVIDIA chip in, in Teslas because they can run some stuff on that little dashboard computer. So yeah, they actually have. I remember. Um, but um, but I was going to say like these are good things. These are good things if like they're mm-hmm. investigating these acquisitions because we are getting to the point where we're going to have a Disney problem where all of the IPs that are worth anything are owned up and like um, that's the big issue. And like the the joke is is that like you know they'll come for Nintendo next. Like they probably won't purchase Nintendo. It is a very quirky company, and Nintendo likes to do its own thing. Um, they very rarely follow trends for better and worse. Um, and so, like, hell, like, look at Nintendo. It still has one of the worst online aspects um, in gaming next to, like, Microsoft. And, like, 
they haven't done anything because it's Nintendo. So, you know, we heard about the Tesla problems lately with braking. I have. That's the one where they recalled, like, almost all of them. Um, if I'm correct, I don't know if all of them, but I'm not surprised. I was yeah. never a Tesla believer anyway. Uh- <laughs> I do remember seeing the video, one video where they were showing, oh yeah, it's got this great new, this is the progress in the self-driving, um, and self-braking aspect of the self, uh, the braking aspect of the self-driving system. There we go. And it immediately like runs over a plastic child. <laughs> like, well, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, oh. Maybe maybe that was not a good time to do it. Look, the plastic no, child had it coming. <laughs> damn, okay. damn crude oil wasting child. Uh, I was going to say, um, what else you got, Arnold? So this is kind of small. I didn't know about this. So apparently there's been a tour for Assassin's Creed Symphony, which is a show, which is just like a... a <laughs> okay, go ahead. It's just, it's just like an orchestra basically going around. Um... But Ubisoft apparently has sued the producer because they've breached some contracts, uh, refused to acknowledge the termination of the contract. They've made a website with uh, the like the Assassin's Creed's name without uh, asking prior. So I don't know exactly what's happening. The website's still up if anyone wants to see it. You don't have to see it because <laughs> all of the tickets are fucking canceled. I'm I'm not watching. Like fuck that. Ubisoft fucking Ubisoft has now kept me from being able to ever play Scott Pilgrim. Mm. Well, I could play it. I just feel a little gross. Like I like I yeah. What else can I say than fuck Ubisoft? Like and everything they do and fuck Assassin's Creed. Like they they're just as bad as Blizzard. We just have forgotten about them because I guess they're in another country and people don't think about that. They're like, oh no, problems are happening in another country. Let's not look that way. That doesn't affect us at all. World War Two, world on terror. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah, it's garbage, fucking bullshit. That's all I gotta say. Okay. And then we have some minor things real quick. The Activision Blizzard uh, bringing Warcraft to uh, the phone uh, for anyone who cares. If anyone still plays that game. I thought everyone's left for greener pastures. Which game? Uh, War- World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. swear to well, God, I thought well, you said... your phone so you can play it anywhere. I mm-hmm. swear I please thought you were play like... It. Please don't go away to Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen. Honestly, really don't go to a Final Fantasy fourteen, but sure. Like it's the better Servers one. close, go don't go to They like they they don't rate <laughs> people a over Square Enix so far. Final so. Final Four, there's a sign out there saying, you know, uh what's it? Uh um uh no vacancy. There we go. I I attempted some Genshin way back when when it first came out. Was not for me, Max. I'm just responding to Max comment. Um but I did hear about the um Assassin's Creed trilogy, well, supposed trilogy. Yeah, that was supposed to be the thing. That's the thing with all these things. Like half this shit is supposed to be a one-off cool thing and then they just get extended by the executives. <laughs> Avatar. Um but like, you know, like it just keeps happening over and over again. They just want to keep pumping out stuff. Like it's we need more content, James. More you just content. want content. More content. This just podcast more... is going to be you thought it's going to be an hour and a half. We need more content, 3 hours. <laughs> 
it's only half of a joke, people. <laughs> Sometimes we do just go for a long time. But at least it's our call. <laughs> oh, oh God. If our podcast ever got to that, I'll 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 terminate it myself. It's it's not worth that shit. Um what about the stakeholders? <laughs> <laughs> the shareholders are saying, hey, we need we need to stretch this out a little bit. We need to stretch it out. Man, that'd be, that'd be so funny. They'd be like, James, we need you to create more. Can you and Arnold wear your people's traditional garb? You mean clothes? <laughs> We're from America. Oh, I'm sorry. Your darker skin and cultural background made me think you had to do something else. <laughs> I about said something and I was like, I better not say that. James, I want you to bring out those drums from your ancestors. <laughs> Arnold, we need you to wear this sombrero. Arnold, wear sombrero on poncho. Like, no, motherfucker. They were like, Arnold. <laughs> Whip up the guitar. Start playing some mariachi music. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I've seen live mariachi plenty of times in my life at this point, and I just pictured Arnold dressed this morning. <laughs> but Arnold having the same. That I did actually picture Arnold. Arnold, but Arnold having his uh, deadpan face, like Arnold's deadpan like, face, and expression. I don't, I don't know if anyone has actually like seen an actual live mariachi in, um, in real life. There, there's a whole cultural thing about mariachi, and it's really cool. But they're very happy. Arnold. They go ham sometimes, goddamn. Yeah, they they get into it. Arnold, I do not ever see doing that. No, no, no. That ain't for me. Unfortunate. Oh, Max is from Guadalajara. Did you know that, Arnold? No, no, I did not. Yeah, Max just says he's from Guadalajara. E shit, man. (laughs) Um, You got the guitar, I played the triangle. Oh my god! I just, I just imagine Arnold with a face with the triangle, just like. <laughs> My fiance is from Alcapulco. Um, that's where her family stays up in the mountains. Um, <laughs> I'll do the accordion keyboard. <laughs> oh my god! Before we recreate Coco over here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. You know. You know. Like, um, <laughs> I'm laughing now because my mother-in-law got me, um, a luchador, um, mask the, um, a couple of months ago and, um, her husband, me and him are both really into wrestling and we'll talk about it because he met like a, an ex-luchador, um, when he was in Mexico and he was telling me about it. He was like, yeah, man, we can get you a cape. And I was like, bruh. If you you know, the case, you know I wear it. One, one day you'll wear it on the street. So. Uh, I don't know if I would. I don't know how I feel because luchadors are very like culturally important. This is true, and this I like I feel a little dirty. I, I have to get some passes. I have to ask around before I do that. You have to actually like you actually have to wrestle beforehand. I have wrestled. I wrestled a lot in high school, and I mean like professionally. Well, well, well. Um, like I did a lot of wrestling. Um, I know all the things. Make sure you lift the weights on your neck. I'm not joking. You can die. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, anything Public else? Service you announcement. Lift, lift the weights on your neck. Anything else you got, um, Arnold? Uh, yes. So, apparently, uh, Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo lawyers over here playing another game of who can we copyright? Uh, 
So just a reminder <laughs> for everybody to be careful when you play music in your videos. Particularly Nintendo music! Nintendo's like, was that... Was that... Like, okay, here's the thing. Uh, like, was here's that, the thing. Okay, go ahead, Arnold. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So they, so they already... Uh, so they copyrighted over 1,300 videos that mm -hmm. had soundtracks from Nintendo... Ooh. Uh, songs mostly from Legend of Zelda, yep. uh, Link to the Past, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, mm -hmm. uh, Smash, uh, pretty much both of the Melee and Brawl, Yoshi's Island, the Super Mario Land, Galaxy World, Mario Bros, uh, Luigi's Mansion, some Kirby games, Hidicarous, uh, Luigi's Mansion, <laughs> all these games, and probably, <laughs> actually, honestly, any Nintendo game. Look, I'm here... pretty sure even Nintendo will be like, oh, what's that? The franchise we barely recognize, Metroid. I hear some music playing. No, no, no. They recognize it. They just don't always want to do anything. <laughs> That's, That's true. The music from Balloon Fight. Did you think you're going to get away with that? <laughs> here's a, here's the thing. Here's the thing, people. I'm surprised there are still videos up with it. I thought we knew that you just don't put Nintendo music up. Like I thought that's known because they will find you. Like <laughs> like they will. Like, what, let's come back to the tubes because the tubes are very important. Nintendo does everything through tubes. The tube technology. The thing is, is that Nintendo technology. Nintendo utilizes it's like his internet's a series of tubes. Right, right, right. Exactly. Except Nintendo is the net of Earth, and all their tubes travel across the Earth. You know, and so when you play music, there is a, a little. There's a little Nintendo employee. They call him the Dunna Dunna, and then there's another person called the Dunna Dunna. And then there's do 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 do, and then there's do 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 do, <laughs> and then when they come together, it makes the da na 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 na. Oh, don't worry, wait, don't worry, wait, don't worry. I'm spacing it out. I'm spacing it out. I'm spacing it out. Audio jungle. Huh? It's the audio jungle. Audio jungle. I'm spacing it out. That's why I I actually know how much you can put. I know exactly the amount of seconds you can put up in the song um, before it gets copyrighted. But um, the thing is, is that when you're playing it... Also, funny thing. I can hum anything. Like, Twitch may give me an issue, but Nintendo can't actually come for me. Got you! Daddy Mario. It's a derivative work. Yeah, it's parody. Um, but it's parody, uh, especially if it's not, if it's, if it's. Have like you that. heard my musical um, abilities? Please, I'm not recreating anything. Um, and like we, we, we joked earlier before that when we were um, getting our notes together that I was like, if you play, want to play Nintendo music, just make sure it's all like kazoo covers. Has to be kazoo. We have to do it ourselves. We have to sound like horrible while doing it. But yeah, I, I honestly, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised at the number. I'm surprised that that many people were still doing it. There is a, a YouTuber that I really like. I'm not going to say his name. I have said it actually on the podcast before because I don't actually want his stuff to get taken down. But he puts like, he puts Nintendo music in everything and they're Nintendo videos. So I've been like, what, what are you doing? What? <laughs> um, like, are you, do you want the copyright strike? Spreading <laughs> the gospel. That's what he's doing, James. That's exactly what Gilbot. That's exactly what Gilbot said. Nintendo is like your grandpa that you love for all the cool shit that they do for you, but you're embarrassed and ashamed of how he treats people when you go out. 
That's a, that's very true. It's very he, true. He is doing God's work. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, they're good videos, though. I'll, I'll recommend them like three podcasts down the line again. They're good videos. His video on Wind Waker is a little bit like overly praisey, but it was like his first big video game he beat. So he's he's allowed. It's it, it got that sentimental value. Yeah, he, he's allowed. I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah. Um, anything else, Arnold? No, that is it for moi. Dustin! Say words if you have anything. Say words? Okay. Um, so, Oda... Y'all know what the fuck Oda done Oda. now? Um, actually, not something not terrible. Um, okay. he um requested that the one that one piece. Okay, so they're working on One Piece film Red, which is you know uh, just another One Piece movie. Yeah. Um, he requested a he had very, two very specific requests apparently about this movie. Right. Okay. One is to bring in a director who isn't necessarily involved in the TV series to so get an outside director. Okay. I guess he wanted to see a different take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they reached out to um, Goro Taniguchi, who uh, did, was the director of Code Geass, um, to do it. <laughs> what? I, 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 don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, turns out he was an old friend of Oda's too, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, I'll do it." Really? Um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and the other thing is, he said he wanted to give an important role to a female character. Ha! I'm sorry. That came out really harsh and loud, almost like Oda's never given an important role to a female character. I know, right? Um, um, that's crazy. That's crazy talk. And apparently the, it's um, gonna be Nami. the director, the director, no, the producer, sorry, the director is Goro Tanaguchi, who I just mentioned. The producer, Shinji Shimuzu, mm-hmm. um, said that it was a, um, said it was difficult to write the script while taking that into account, quote unquote. But I, I, the I screenwriter apparently said that um, apparently did did do so. So I don't know what else could be a ringing indictment of <laughs> the patriarchy at work. The, the fact know, that right? those fuckers said hey, it's can difficult. Can you give uh, can you give a, a female character a bigger part? Oh, I don't they know. probably asked. They probably sat there and said, T- "I'm sorry, you said a female character. What's that?" And they were like, "You know the what? creature with the with the larger chest that's in the 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 the, the, the manga with the bikini." Hair. And then yeah. and then they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that character. The the sex magnet." No, that's a female you mean the character. Fan service? That's a character. The fan service is a character, and then they, and then, and then, like <laughs> he, he, Hiromashima leans out from the corner and goes, "I know all about characters and fan service combining them together." <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "Have you read Fairy Tale?" And he's like, he's probably the only person that can get away with fan service because he actually makes characters with <laughs> the creature with the big mommy milk. <laughs> I don't like that word. <laughs> I was like, I'm not. I don't the mommy milker. Oh, shit. But yeah, okay. We'll I'm kind of curious how that's going to turn out. I'm kind of curious as to what that movie is going to be about because One Piece movies are so off the wall. You know what I mean? They're just they're, like they're so. I really think they get a director and an animation team to just go ape shit, they and then really they do. just they just don't do anything else. 
Yeah, they're just like, hey, can we just make some really cool visual series? This is a thing we can do. Like, yeah, because I Stampede, I looked at a while ago, and it's really good. It's definitely more in the animation style of current One Piece. Um, mm-hmm. I don't care about the story of current One Piece enough to look at it animated. Um, me and my fiance need to catch up. We're very far behind. Um, but like, yeah, well, she's far behind. I'm not. But like, yeah, you're, um, you're you're fairly close to caught up on the moment. Yeah, I just can't fucking take myself to fucking read fucking samurai fucking One Piece again. Fucking shit. Fucking anyway. <laughs> anything else you got, Dustin? Um, <laughs> this is sort of a. Um, sort of an overlap with some Arnold news, actually, because I just saw it right before we got started to have time to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, four Japanese publishers, right? This is industry news, but it's comic news, so I'll, I'll talk about it, I guess. Kodansha, Shueisha, Shogakukan, and Katakawa, which are, you know, big manga publishers, apparently filed a lawsuit against Cloudflare on Tuesday. What? Because Cloudflare was being used for distribution of pirated manga. So... They're suing them for, you know, letting it happen, basically. Not doing more to stop it. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I don't don't have much on that one. I get it. Yeah, apparently Cloudflare only requires an email address. So it makes it really easy to just be like, oh, our email address is mangapirate at gmail.com. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I, yeah. Yeah, like manga, mangas and manga and piracy, it's, it's been a thing for a long time. I remember some of the... It's the only out. reason manga is popular in the in the Western world. It really world. is. And like, I, think they, I think Viz realized that with... Um, yes. And you notice who's not in... Well, no, Shueisha is in there. Um, <laughs> like, 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 like let's, let's be real. So, like, anime in and of itself, yes, kind of had a small boom in, like, Europe in in america in like the 80s and whatnot but like oh yeah the the viz two dollar a month is a yeah, fucking steal I, I really i i cannot emphasize enough it like, is so if you can't spare two dollars a month to read that then yeah just don't read it <laughs> it's it's fucking good i read the first volume of vagabond i need to go back and read some more it's very it's gritty it's good though it's good um it the the thing is it's just like 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 Honestly speaking, Japanese manga and a lot of the anime that we have now probably wouldn't have happened if, like, people didn't, like, grab it in non-savory fashions. Because, like, yeah, we had, what, fucking Dragon Ball. And we had, like, Sailor Moon and stuff like that. Samurai Pizza Cats for degenerates out there named James. But, like, you know, you, like, you, no one cared enough. You know, and so I'm not saying it's a good thing, but because I definitely want mangaka to fucking get paid, mainly just them. I don't really care about companies that much, but like the mangaka and the people who are producing this stuff, like I don't think it would have grown as big in these states because like honest to goodness, truth, a lot of um, a lot of people who are into manga and anime come from lower income socioeconomical backgrounds mm-hmm. um and particularly from my mm-hmm. experience and my understanding um latino and um african-american or black people um have are strongly deep into shonen 
anime. And particularly, like, in Mexico, Dragon Ball Z is like, boom. Like, it's, it's like a the anime. And in the States, for the longest time, in black communities, Dragon Ball Z was the fucking anime. And, like, these things got so big um, and stuff and how it, like, breaks those boundaries because of how shonen anime is so accessible. You know, it's so, like, oh, look at this character. He's a piece of shit. And, like, but he's going to turn to someone great. And, you know, lower income minority individuals grow from that. So it's not a surprise, you know, that um, piracy has in some ways helped grow these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of uh, back in the day with uh, Mystery Science Theater, I think it was, where they, um, when they were really just getting started and were just like a local broadcast initially, there's a little plug at the end of their episodes that was like, keep circulating the tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you can't acquire anything that is within your financial means, by all means, do so. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I have more to say about that, but the like the issues surrounding it, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Um Yeah, other comic news, uh Blue Exorcist is coming back from hiatus. I don't know if anybody reads it. I read a little bit of it. I didn't know it was on hiatus. Um, yeah, apparently it's on hiatus. It's back off hiatus. Sarah for the end is about to end. It's coming towards the climax. Um, Seraph of the end is about to end. That was sort of a weird way to phrase that. Anyway, yes. Um, uh, Bastard is getting a new anime adaptation on Netflix. Mm. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Also, why does one of these characters literally look like Guts? Yeah, I've read Bastard. <laughs> he just looks like Guts. It's like, it's one of those moments of like, hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, but just make it look different. Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it'll debut worldwide on Netflix in 2022. So okay. Soon. Okay. All right. That's and it for... for your news. news. Yeah. Um, there's some little fake news, fake order news where basically... The company that was making the, the the mobile game was doing so poorly because of a botched other game that they made a smaller company to handle that game, and then it was picked up by Aniplex. So you know, corporate oh, shuffle. There it goes, gone to Aniplex. Well, I mean, Good. they already basically. That's true. Yeah, they've always been Aniplex. It's basically they just went from like we distribute this to we actually own this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'll get to my news. Interesting info there, Max. I see what you put up there. I, I may, I, uh, I want to be mad. I want to be mad. Put it in a little clip. <laughs> um, but I was going to say my news is quick. Video games are coming, folks. It's almost like they have release dates. Um, Mina the Howler um, is on Kickstarter right now. It's from the creators of um, Shovel Knight and. It is basically like Oracle of Seasons and Ages or like Link's Awakening mixed in with like the Secrets of Nim and Castlevania. Pretty cool looking game. Um, um, yeah, it, when I saw it, I was like, this does literally look like a mixer of, mix of, of uh, I just looked it up, of, of Secrets of Nim and Castlevania. Right, 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 right. And it looks like a pretty cool game. Um, I'm going to watch really Arnold play. Retro, Very uh, retro. Uh, Oh, yeah. Very retro. Very retro. Arnold should be excited. If you like 
um, Shovel Knight and you're a big supporter of that, I suggest going to the Kickstarter, giving them some cash so they can produce the game. It looks pretty good. Um, my game that I'm really excited about, no, I won't stream it because Arnold keeps saying that I should, but I'm not. Um, Triangle Strategy is coming out March 4th, um, 2022. I'm excited for this fucking game because <laughs> I like Octopath Traveler a lot. Um, Triangle Strategy. And Triangle Strategy is also a shitty titled game. <laughs> you know, but, it's always funny to me because their games are always the same thing of like... Whatever the project what, what name was. Game? Well, uh, we'll call it Triangle Strategy. That's the project name. Like, right. Cool. They literally so just take it. New game, just, what's it going to be called? Uh, we forgot to come up with a new name. Well, we've already been calling it Triangle whatever for so long. Yeah. We'll just keep it. Yeah. it's It looks good. I love the voice acting. I love the melodrama. I love the story. I played the demo for a couple of minutes. And Home Dog just fucking stabbed somebody. He just <laughs> fell on the, He just died. And I was just dying because it was so ridiculous. Um, the artwork is really well done. It's really well lit. Really well designed game. Um, gameplay, if it's anything like Octopath Traveler, is going to be really good, but fucking tedious. Because holy fucking shit. By the time I was level 70 in Octopath Traveler, I was like, can I fucking end this game? You, um, were, like, you were like, what year is it? You, you were <laughs> it was, and don't get me wrong. When the boss battles hit, mm, that music. Ah, ah, it's so good. But. Triangle strategy, yes, yeah, coming out. Um, Arnold keeps telling me to stream it. I probably won't. I, I am. People may not know this based off of our stream. I am a fucking JRPG freak of nature, but I like playing them by myself. Like I really don't like sharing my JRPGs um, because mm -hmm. I like to take my time. And also, like I don't need a motherfucker being it's like, "Go get that potion in the corner." Shut up. <laughs> it also it related to to past like trauma of people borrowing games. Oh yeah, that's true too. People have always I've <laughs> always we're thing of like last time I shared a JRPG with somebody. Yes, yes. The <laughs> next JRPG I may share is Trails. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> that's your fifth shot. <laughs> Fuck off, Arnold. Uh, <laughs> um. Kirby in the Forgotten Land comes out March 25th, 2022. I want that for myself, but I'm probably going to buy my goddaughter that first. I turned her into a Kirby fan, and now she beats me up if I don't get her Kirby stuff first. Hey, so, I need, to get the, I need to get the meme again. Hold on, I'll find it. Okay. Um, also, oh, Ollie Ollie World comes out um, on the 8th of this month, um, February of um, the 8th. I like skateboard games. Ollie Ollie is a very fun cool looking skateboard game that has a lot of difficulties in the setting um check it out apex yeah, legends that, the, hmm, sorry go ahead I heard, that, I heard that bird game the one that came out wasn't that great oh yeah i heard it's not that great i do know that um jim stephanie sterling they really was fucking in love with that game so i haven't seen them play it though yet um apex legends defiance i guess that's like a dlc upgrade thing of it it's just too easy. Master Duel ranks too easy. <laughs> Kaiju. <laughs> They're Master Duel. I actually have been interested in that, but I'm not going back I to the go. 
I actually, I don't know. Maybe we should. D- do Dust- it. Dustin should play it. I want Dustin to play it. I'm. I can't. I have too many games to play, both on stream and in real life. Like in my own life, I cannot play anything else. Um, but I'm still gonna buy Triangle Strategy today. <laughs> Just put it, just put it in the cupboard and just rub it gently when I pass by. Um, Sifu is coming out on the eighth. Um, it is a yeah, it's an indie um, martial art video game, just kind of like a beat or something. It's really cool looking um, and whatnot. This is James's goddaughter when Kirby is is involved. Um, Oh, Edge of Eternity is coming to, I believe, other systems because I think it's already out. It's a, it's an um, indie RPG that it's pretty cool looking. It's not the greatest, but it's cool and neat looking. Check it out if you're into it. Um, Horizon Forbidden West on the 18th of this month. Um, Check it out. And apparently, I don't know if this is true or not. Everybody, I discovered this before we got on. I think No More Heroes Three was stealth dropped. I don't, I don't really. I don't, like, it's I on Best Buy's website. It's on their website. This could just be like pre-order bullshit. I didn't look that deep into it, so no one freak out and go check and everything like that. But just know the third one. The third yeah, one? the third one. It's the third it's one. It's been out for a while, apparently. Okay, then maybe my old man brain forgot. I it's believe after you just said that, Dustin, I'm like. It probably has been out for a while. No, no fanfare, just like, hey guys, here's a game. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's my news. We're jumping into our patch notes. Patch notes is part of the podcast where we talk about what we've been up to, what we've been doing, and what we didn't enjoy. That's usually just me. Um, <laughs> what we were doing and what we hated. Yeah. So um, Arnold, you want to start? Uh, yeah, I'll do it real fast. Um I have not played anything this past week. Excellent, Dustin. Uh- <laughs> quite a force. No, uh, what I did want to say though is that, um, well, I haven't played anything. I recommend. Well, no, hold on. How how do I say this? Well, I've been watching the the Nebula the Curiosity Stream thing that James has gotten. Um, been watching a lot of the some science videos. Mm-hmm. Educate uh, yourself. A like lot of educational stuff. Should. I yeah. do a lot of that in my spare time. So yeah. I'm uh, not just about I, games, people. Uh, go ahead, Arnold. <laughs> uh, there's like a series that I watch called. Frick, I forget what it's called. Like what happened, basically, mm. and it's about tragedies that happened in the past, like Challenger Three, um, so, Legend Flight Missing. There was like a a building, an old building that was refurbished, essentially an apartment, and uh, I forget what like European con- uh, country. Mm-hmm. But like it went up in flames, but because of how the outside worked, apparently like there was like aluminum with like insulation on the outside, but because of the fire got into the insulation, mm-hmm. it melted through it and kept climbing up and melting the aluminum along the along the walls. Wow. Okay. Um, this happened. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and then I forgot there was like another thing, but it was it was pretty sad. To, I mean, it's listening to it, but either I don't know about that or about the or Concord. Do you know what that is? Concord. That sounds familiar. It's, or, yeah, it's a jet right. Yeah, okay. Super fast. It's it, like you could cross. Uh, I think like the Atlantic in like two hours. Yeah, the soup. That's like hi, like hypersonic jet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and how it got, it got it got defunded not because it was poorly designed. It's basically it was like canceled. <laughs> 
it's essentially got canceled because of a bad flight. But there's yeah. nothing wrong in like engineering wise with the plane. It was poorly right. maintenance. Poor ah, maintenance. So one of those things where there was a scandal and and well, it wasn't one thing. It wasn't. It was just like poor factors of right. It was just an accumulation of bad things happening to that airplane, mm-hmm. essentially, to that led to an accident. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, obviously not happy, but always good to educate yourself on stuff that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to watch the depressing stuff so you learn something from it, which is a theme of today's episode. Before. I've been watching a lot of depressing stuff outside yes, of the podcast. Yes, James has shared some of those things with me. I'm go ahead. very angry with people. Um, No, go ahead, Dustin, and then I go. You go ahead. I mean, I, I have very little this week. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll do what I do. I've been playing gotcha games. There we go. They got them. The gotchas got them. I played some Guilty Gear um, Strive last weekend. I saw it. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, Gilbot and I played some Strive. No, I didn't see played, you play Strive. I saw you play played some Fighters. fighters. Right. Yeah, yeah, Fighters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been watching all the Fighters and, and stuff. I usually lurk. You know, I don't know. So, yeah, I'm a, a degenerate Gilbot, in the corner. That <laughs> was a good time. All right. I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to play primarily in, in Strive. I'm really bad at it. Well, it fun. won't be Potemkin because that's it will not Gilbots. Be that's Gilbots. <laughs> Also, won't be biking because that's the that's the domain of Ron Fang. <laughs> yeah, I've been. I usually just watch everyone play Strive, and I just sit there and I'm like, oh, look at all the anime characters. <laughs> yeah, I've, I was I've, playing a lot of uh, playing a lot of May the other day. Oh, the 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 girl whose whose physique betrays her ability to throw around an anchor, <laughs> throw around an anchor, and, and summon freaking sea life. <laughs> oh man. But okay, um, I'll get into what I've been up to. Um, I'll start with the happy things. I have been watching more of Eden Zero. Basically, it's a pervert's paradise. Um, it's it's made by the creator of Fairy Tale. It's actually pretty good. So, so, it's yeah, it's great description. It's such. garbage garbage trash anime that I love. I've been I've been a fan of Hiromishima since I've been like. Since I've been in middle school, I think. Yeah, maybe? when we mm-hmm. had Rave Master. Rave Master. With that- Amazing that opening song opening by Real Big Fish. <laughs> um, I I've loved all of his stuff. It's so garbage trash. I fucking love it. Um, and I've also been watching a um, a good bit of um, um, Stone Free. Um, the ah, Jolene yeah. Cujo part Jojo Part Six. So I already read it. I already know all the things that's going to happen. Um, I need to. I need to read it. I left off at part five. It's 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 just as uh, I will stand by no, the part fact four, that I need to finish reading part five. I actually got part way through part five. Okay, okay. Um, I will stand by the fact that I believe that like JoJo is always better animated. Um, it is. It's it's such a show. It's a show that relies so much on music. I music think. audio um the portrayal of the visuals is always good the opening theme song is very much like a kick-ass punk um girl brawler type thing and so i really enjoy it um jolene's my favorite jojo so far um i have not read the other two because good lord reading part what is it seven or six in black and white I don't know where people's face and their ass begin sometimes. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. 
Like he's go- JoJo Lion says seven. Uh, the, this is the one with the race, the one with the um. Oh, that's uh, Speedball Run. Speedball Run. Run. Speedball Run. Steelball Run. Sorry. Steelball Steel Run. Yeah. Thank you. Um. It's and it's um. Yeah. I I really 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 do like um Stone Ocean and it's really good. Um. I remember reading it a while and just looking at how she does things and stuff like that. Oh, you're a good good butt. Take your time. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I've been doing that. That's most of what I've been watching. Uh, I've been catching up on Shit's Creek, but that's not really nerd related. It's just a silly sitcom that I enjoy with my fans. I mean, but people can be nerds over sitcoms. Oh, that's true. That's true. I'm not very far in Shit's Creek, so I don't want to say too much. I've only gotten to the first season again. We're just rewatching it. Um, I love it because the characters um are hilarious um and it's great um things i've been playing i have of course been um what am i trying to say i i've been playing on trails of course trails of coast steel too um this one i have a feeling will be the weakest of all the trails games i ever played it is still a good one it's a very good game but there's a point where I'm like, holy shit, we're doing a lot of backpedaling here. Like, we keep going back and forth in these places. Um, the next two I know get really good. So I'm really, really excited about those. Um, I've also been playing a lot of CrossCode, um, which is that um, German developed, um, not really an action RPG. Well, I guess it is, action RPG that's supposedly taking place in an MMO world. Very good. It's um, if you like kind of like um, skill based fighting as far as like your action RPGs go, and you want to have a very like developed world story, it's great. Um, the characters and the developers can sometimes come off a little bit pretentious, but we're nerds. <laughs> we're all yeah. a bit pretentious. Um, but yeah, like um, if, and if there's a nerd that thinks they aren't. You're a liar. What are you talking about, James? I am never pretentious. <laughs> I am always humble and always um, right about everything. Well, I'm all... <laughs> you know, I've never said that PC's better, James. It's just because I already know it's a fact. I'm not even finna sit here and even make up a joke because everyone listening be like, shut the fuck up, James. We know who you are. <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> um, I was going to say, like... I've been doing that. I've been grinding on the Pokemon, the newest Pokemon game, um, Legends of Arceus. I don't want to do, go through the story without streaming it. So what I've been doing is all the little little checkmark quests they give on the side. Karen has been... Karen has evolved. Attack on the managers. Karen has evolved. I gave her a Karen cut. It looked good. She oh about gosh, to... You found a Karen cut. I found a Karen cut. She about to fuck us people. Um. Anyway, yeah, I've been doing a lot of that. Um, on my end, I'm trying to think. Oh, I'm almost done with Golden Kamui. Um, that manga it is being, like a really good show, a really good series. Actually. It's very good. I recommend everyone to read it if you have the Viz um, app, and if you don't, read it. Uh, <laughs> and I've also been reading um, more of Eden. You do have Zero. to read it on the website, though. Yes, you mm-hmm. do because it's a naughty, naughty um, manga, and it has a bunch Adult of content. It has a bunch of penises. And people being 
dismembered and disemboweled and there's a lot of shit there's so uh, that much does shit not sound like a fun time no. it's a very it's a good you you would like it arnold actually i i think you actually would like I, it i don't know about that no 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 no. i'm not joking you would like it the, the disembowelment isn't that bad it's like it's only it only happens like every couple of chapters like like people aren't getting stabbed that much it's just everyone's like a war vet <laughs> That, that, so, that's, a, that's that's quotable there. You'd like it. People aren't getting stabbed that much. Yeah, like, it's everyone in it is, like, an ex-military individual, and they're all kind of fucked up from fighting Russia. And so that's kind of why the violence ensues. But it's it's good. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, I recommend it to anybody. It's pretty good. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Now I get grumpy. Let's hit the key items. Um... <laughs> Key items is the part of the podcast where we talk about what the fuck we all gathered here for today. Um, Arnold, question. Yes. What is the quickest way to disrupt an entire group of people in their culture? You talk nicely to them. Eh, yeah, sure. That's when you first meet them. How do you make it? How do you make it so that they can never conquer you back? Aside uh, from so an- annihilating them physically, so you hold you hold a, a, a special banquet. You know, it becomes a national holiday, but later down the line, they all die from disease. Oh yeah, that's true. You can you can really just erase them physically. You can do that, but yeah, mm-hmm. like what Max Damage is doing and uh, saying is that like deleting their culture and history. Now, what's the best way to eliminate someone's culture and history outside of cultures that utilize more vocal forms of transitioning information? Fucking burn their literature. Um, so censorship. What? Like, so this whole episode, everybody, is going to be based around, um, like, looking at book banning and. Like I said before, I'm not coming after one or two individuals because that's that's low-hanging fruit. Um, people are going to say in stupid shit all the time. They, they're out there. It's just how the world fucking works. If I, if I had a choice of how to control things, you're looking at fucking Magneto bullshit level still right here. Like, don't even, <laughs> don't even fucking even get me started on that kind of shit. But, um, what I am coming after is legislation issues, cultural issues, impacting things from a larger perspective. Because that's the shit that kind of matters. Um, you can you can make fun of someone all day. But book banning in America in particular right now has shot up quite a lot lately. Um, and there's usually a reason for book bannings to shoot up. I don't know, you know black people getting upset because we're getting shot by cops or, you know, Latino people walking down the street and a cop just takes them away from their children when they're in the middle of grocery shopping. Who who knows? Maybe you're just like, you know, an Asian individual walking down the street and motherfuckers throw rocks at you. Maybe people who are generally just attacked are getting tired of it. You know, it's it's not like a group of people went around saying they will overthrow us about Jewish people in in America. You know, stop just making that shit up. But like the point is, is that when minority groups feel attacked, typically 
the way we tend to go about it is to look for social reform and to try to um, push out the knowledge and experiences that we've had. This has come through multiple facets, but the easiest and best way to do that is through literature. Um, And this has been a thing for fucking decades at this point. Um, I I would argue centuries at this point, because, I mean, we had people like Frederick Frederick Douglass back in the day. I read Frederick Douglass, um, his actual... um, Oh, yeah, we're going to get to the book burning. Trust me on that one. Um, (laughs) Um... Frederick Douglass biography. And, and so I'll, I'll give a small bio for me real quick here. Um, I typically come off as jovial about bullshit and I say all my fucking crap and everything like that. Um, but when I was younger, um, surprise, surprise, I'm black. But like when I was younger, the first thing that I was taught was how to communicate to policemen, um, and how to communicate to, um, Caucasian Americans. And people who um, may have power over me. It's the first thing you're taught as a black person. Just telling you guys a secret in our world. Uh, it's not a secret. We talk about it all the time. But like um, the typical individual. there's It's not everybody. Everyone doesn't have to go through this. But mm. typically you are taught how to walk, how to talk, how to present yourselves. Um, Arnold probably has seen me code shift multiple times in my life. And um, it's how you approach things, because if you don't, you can usually end up dead. Um, And that's not a joke. Uh, My dad's best friend at the time once told me because I went to school um, in a very out of the way country area. And sometimes I would go like at night and he was like, if you're ever pulled over, you know, make sure that you you just roll the window down a little bit and you just drop your ID out the window. <laughs> you know, he was like, because you're not, you're not resisting anything. You're, you're giving them the information you need. Um, just don't give them access to your person. Um, and to this day, you know, um, you have to watch what you do. And I say all these things because one of the other things my dad did was make sure that I read a lot of books and it wasn't just go fucking dog go. I had that book. It was great. But, Next to my author, um, um, I was going to say author, author, the Aardvark books, um, <laughs> I also had like the, the Frederick Douglass, um, autobiography, um, um, and, um, it was boring somewhat as a kid having to read that yeah, book. Yeah, when you're a kid, all these good books are like, well, where's the action in it? Where's the pictures? Right. And, and then my, you get older and you're like, I'm glad I read that. Well, it's not even just that. Um, like I still think it was boring, but uh, like I, I had to, I had to read it. Like, um, you know, uh, my dad forced upon me, for better or worse, two things. Um, like struggle of black people and, um, science. I am very science minded. Uh, it, I've always been a smart kid, but it's, I, I'm more of a creator than a science person. Um, I'm just science by training. And like he did these things to teach me survival techniques and things that you need to know. And I say all these things because when I got older, I learned more about other cultures and other people through books at first, too. Um, growing up in the South um, and in certain like classroom settings, we we didn't acknowledge certain things. Here's the craziest thing. Here's the craziest thing. When I was a kid, I had three friends who were Latino. 
I did not know they were Latino. Now, of course, you're a child. That's probably the best thing that you could ever say as a child, that you don't understand anybody's culture on a certain level. You just see them as a friend and a person first. But mm-hmm. that's also a problem, right? You know, like you don't know who that person is and what their background may be like because the schools don't teach that, you know, Um and you miss all sorts of things. You miss all sorts of complications that come up through that. And the best way to teach children these things is through literature. And as of late, like the ALA has usually been like publishing different things. And the ALA is the American Library Association for people who may not know. Um, and they've been doing it since 2001. And they've been utilizing this to let people know what books have been banned. And every year there's new books that have been banned for various reasons. And people can usually um, put that out there. And I thought this was really not funny, but interesting. Can anyone take a gander without looking this up? No cheating, everybody. In 2020... What was the number one reason books were banned? In 2020? Mm-hmm. In America. Well, let's see. I mean, well, they, they have the, the, the standard ones of, like, sexual content or uh, crude language. But I'm betting there's something different on this list okay, somebody so, so hold on dustin you say sexual lang- sexual content and probably crude language uh-huh. arnold what do you say you said 2020 specifically yes 2020 uh probably like anti-covid disinformation stuff <laughs> there's not a oh, lot of books okay. about that for children but yes no it's not that um it's actually it's fucking like dustin said it's sexual content um Parents and some teachers really don't like kids to know that people like hump each other Um, because, you know, what the fuck is biology is for. No, no, no. There's a stork. There's a stork. (laughs) So the number one, the number one is sexual content. The second one is offensive language. (laughs) Man, it's almost like. Have you fucking seen RoboCop? Oh, (laughs) um. Um, unsuited to the age group is another one. Um, okay. oh yeah, so no, one, we'll, we'll get into a, the real yeah, reasons we'll here, Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, um, the, the fourth one is religious viewpoints. Basically what that translates to is religious views that are not Christian. Like that's really what that religious was. views that are not my religious. Right, views. right. Sometimes um, I'll get into this in a minute in a little more detail. Sometimes that means they are they make me uncomfortable even though they're actually my religious views but i didn't know that because i don't know my own religious views anyway yeah 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 Uh, yeah yeah, yeah. um the the fifth one which is probably going to gain even higher ground which mm -hmm. is lgbtqia plus issues um and content Mm -hmm. um violence and like racial violence and and violence in general so you know they don't want Someone that's doing a book about a white guy in the nineteen like nineteen ten South to say the N word because that why would he say that? It's not a common word then. Um, you know, drugs and alcohol are um, further down. Anti-family content. So content that is a broad. 
a term. But basically, mm-hmm. it comes down to content that does not promote the nuclear family. The idea of the nuclear family of um, one and a half children. Yeah, I was going to say a man, a woman, and 1.5 children. 1.5 children, a dog, picket fence, all that. But don't don't ask about the point five of a child. I was about to ask that. that You have a child, and then you Highlander his ass. Oh, fuck. It's like like Solomon, you know? It's like cut the baby in half, except they can't agree on it, so they did cut the baby in half. Exactly. And the last one is actually political viewpoints, which probably falls more into the line of what Arnold is saying. Um, now remember some of these, everything that is brought to attention is a challenge to the LA and it is not necessarily that it will be banned, but these things usually come up in the thing. So so as of late, people have been burning books, um, like in Tennessee and other places and it's usually books that may have something with like magic in yeah. it or sexual content. Like God forbid, two boys are making out. Um, and For that matter, anybody, you know, sexual <laughs> content. And what everyone knows, the the big one, the big one is that um, in Tennessee they recently banned the book um, Mouse, M um, A U S, which is a book that talks about. Um, Nazis and how they mercilessly killed and um, encamped Jewish individuals um, for fucking fucking too long. There's not. I was going to say a long time, as if like one day would have been just perfect. But yeah. like, um, at any time, at any long. time, it's horrible. Yeah. Oh, oh, before shit, I forgot to mention this shit. We're not here to compare tragedies either. I yes. fucking hate. I fucking like. I'm serious here, people. I actually, I will. If I meet you and you said it in my face, I will hit you. Um, not a lot. When you compare fucking tragedies, no group of people dealing with any form of persecution and attack is somehow like higher than thou on anything. And as a matter of fact, it's an issue that comes into our country, particularly in America, quite a lot where people will say, oh, well, you know, like black people, they were slaves, but they're not slaves anymore. It's not really that bad. Latino people, it's not like we're making them slaves or anything like that. We're just pushing them out to die in some other situation or, you know, pick your group of people and someone will figure out a way to minimize their tragedy about something it's never okay because what i've always told people is this and this is i will always stand by this all the time when they're done fucking with whatever group of people they're fucking with they will eventually get to you it always fucking happens it never stops until as a group, like as a group of people, and I mean this of all people, this includes, I'm not just saying this for like black people, um, Jewish people, LGBT people, um, like Latino people, Asian people, this goes to Caucasian people as well. This goes to like heteronormative people as well. This goes to everyone. If you do not group up together, and I don't mean like get a gang and go attack people, you idiots. I mean like actually group up and help each other out we're all going to f- fucking die. Like, that's, that's what's going to happen. It's going it's to always, 
yeah it always it always gets uh, more and more um the, the i guess the standard of like ideological or racial or whatever purity just gets narrower and narrower as people need something to other somebody else but it's so even they have you know higher standing or whatever it may be it's 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 crazy like fucking blowing my mind i'm sorry people but like i I sit here i sit here and i just think about such such fucking narrow-minded bullshit like because when oh my god um when you think about how nazis um there's two groups of people i'm going to use in this example that have damaged people so horribly and we just let it happen for the longest time there are there are there are nazis and then there's the the taliban which um for those of you who don't know, are not the Afghani people. You see, the Taliban, much like the Nazis, are a group of radicals that were brought to power by people who manifested after other groups that were seeking to try to help their own downtrodden people and were longly enough ignored and found another focus group to put it out on. They're not people because like, they're not like the Afghan people because people, I really believe when the war on terror, as we call it in America, happened, like people really thought that Afghanistan, like the place was the, where it was. And it's, it's not. As a matter of fact, they they weren't even in the right area. But like the Taliban, one of the first things they did and the Nazis, one of the first thing they did were gather up people's literature. They destroyed the literature. Um, what people I'm sure everyone knows this, but like black people and black slaves were murdered, ripped apart. And I mean that literally like ripped apart. They there's a whole book. There's a manifesto on how to keep black um, children subservient where you, they would tie the father to um, different animals like goats and stuff and then pull them apart in front of the child so that they knew like that's what will happen to you particularly males because they feel that black men are like some form of like ape creature that's overly strong we'll get into orcs later and how that works but um <laughs> like the literature will manifest things and that is utilized and the reason that they remove literature from groups of people, the reason why the Taliban removed um, literature from groups of people, the reason why Nazis removed literature from groups of people, the reason why slaves were not allowed to learn to read is that when a uh, individual has no way of communicating effectively an idea or a thought process or learning the rules of the world, then the individual can only follow what is told to them. And this keeps people within an encirclement and not broadening out their ideas. And so I'm coming back to that with how America is, because one of the big things is that um, understanding how each group of people functions and can nurture and grow is something that we were starting to get really good at as a country. We're not great. Good Lord. No. But like, it was happening. It was slowly happening. It was coming through. Um, and because of our brilliant last president, um, Trump, he has reversed that, that struggle bus that we were already on, let's be honest, and pushed it back so far. You know, people are actual senators and shit are out hunting, um, 
Latino people at our border. Like, literally. Like, they're on fucking boats. Like, looking for people. Like, like people used to hunt down slaves. Um, people are, are uh, attacking Jewish individuals. Hell, people are attacking people who are of a Muslim faith. Um, for all sorts of reasons. Well, I say that as if it didn't fucking happen once 9-11 kicked off. And, mm. and how all of that persecution just is disruptive. And they try to make other groups feel more heard so that they can turn on other groups. There's no one that can effectively attack a minority better than another minority. And that is how it works. Uh, I'm getting on a whole soapbox here, but like, that's how you catch slaves. You think fucking Spaniards walked through the fucking Congo themselves? They didn't find them like that. Um, and when you damage a person's history, you also damage their person, their, their form of self, their form of right. historical knowledge. Um, if you ask me, anyone ask me, um, like, where is my family from? Like the origins. I don't right. fucking know. I can just say Georgia and Tennessee. I don't know because the, the historical records of black people are gone. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and that's fucked up. That'll fuck up a group of people, right? Like, that'll fuck us up. It'll make us think that mediocre Disney movies are really good. Let's just put it that way. But, like, <laughs> it, it's, it's, a, it's a thing where when you damage a person's form of learning and education, you disrupt them even further. And when you're attacking things for just, just the acknowledgement you're leaning into the fact that acknowledging groups of people is dangerous. So, yes. like, acknowledging someone that's LGBT is bad. You can't say that, like, boys who pre- um, present um, may present differently um, are in existence because that complicates things. You know, I want my child to fornicate heterosexually well not fornicate i want my child to have a geese yes i know that, that, that's I want a child. <laughs> we don't know what that word means sometimes right it's bad yeah we, i don't want i want i want to i want the physical essence of my dna sperm prodigy to come out you know and like that's what Jeez, people that, is. that word is banned james that word oh i'm sorry i want my god matter to go out <laughs> And create, create dork, holy, dork holy figures, you know, and anyway. I, I'll get to more of my points. I am going on a bit of a crazy tangent here. Dustin Arnold, just based off of the crap I just said, and also what you guys have read about, like the book band and stuff, what do you have as like some preliminary thoughts and stuff like that? Um, one thing that I think is a big, is an important part of some of these, um, <laughs> some of, of books in general, and then also why the, the banning of them is dangerous and what it takes away, I think on some level is that when you have a book, you have a glimpse into another person's like life or their story or their, their personhood. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they're not necessarily, you know, it's a character, it's still based and grounded to some degree on the person and their experiences, most likely, especially mm-hmm. some books, some books more than others. Like, yes. Like, to use Mouse for an example, that's yes. grounded mm-hmm. in Art Spiegelman's, um, the illustrator's Fam- yeah. um, family's experiences mm-hmm. in, in the Holocaust. And um, I think for some people, 
that that's sort of that's one of the goals i think is to also not just to take away the culture of people because i think that's very true too but also to take away their personhood that if people yes. don't have those books they won't those young impressionable minds might read a book about black person it's why they referred to learn that there are a black person and yeah. not the other over there that should be you know kept whatever it's why in some some manifest off of ships they were referred to black males as bucks, like deer, like yeah. black people in black people's communities. Um, people will call each other young buck. It's still still a thing that we say because black people in the United States are largely derived from slaves, um, and like. It is, yeah, Kaiju's comment was pretty funny. Uh, but like, um, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's a thing. Like referring to someone, you guys may have heard someone refer to someone on that. Um, I, for one, um, any black people listening or like that may know, I don't ascribe to using the N word. I don't believe in taking back that word. It is a disgusting, vulgar piece of horse shit. That was developed because someone couldn't speak Spanish correctly for three seconds. And like <laughs> it is derived from just a hateful word. There's no taking it back. Now, this is my personal idea. Some black people think of it differently. I do not ascribe to that bullshit. Um, but like uh, it, it, it's a hateful word. There's nothing. Yeah. If, if it was such an encouraging word, black people wouldn't refer to each other like that in a negative sense either. And I've heard people say it. I've heard people, I've, I've logged a time where every single person has ever made like a black comment to me out of ignorance. And it's not even like judging. Well, sometimes I am fucking judging you, but like. There are some um, people that I know that you know that we were judging definitely. Oh yeah. I fucking fucking judge fucking hard because like, fuck, like you're a fucking adult. You're a fucking adult. You're not eight. You're not fucking eight. And it's 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 on the duty of everyone to learn about everybody else. It's not on your fucking mama's job. It's not your fucking daddy's job. It's not your fucking teacher's job. Well, kind of is, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not it's not anybody's job but yours. It's not and, anybody's sole responsibility except you're 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 responsible for learning these things or trying to get people around you who. Are. But yeah. although I will say this though, on the other yeah. hand. Yeah. It is the parents' responsibility to want to make their 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 kids better than they are. You know what I mean? Like more educated. Some more people successful. may view that as making their children like really close to Hitler. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the problem. Like, what do you really lose from learning more about other people? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Because the thing is, okay. Which leads me to another point, which I'll get to in just a minute. Um, so really like um, coming from my own place, the the more I've interacted and learned from other people in different minority groups, um, I've come to realize I ain't really that straight. Like, you know, like <laughs> over, like throughout all my life, throughout all my life, um, it's been a question and I don't know what exactly I would label myself as, um, if that's the best way to say it. So I just kind of go with whatever I've always thought, you know, and, but I've always, I kept my mind open all the time and it helps me better understand who I am. Um, I'll tell you like, like not knowing who you are can destroy you for the longest mm -hmm. time. Um, I myself have 
never ascribe to fully being who I am as a minority because of the damaging effects that I've been treated by people who are not black, but also by people who are black. So I just kind of feel like an outsider on both ends. Um, I, I never want other black children to feel that way. And that's why I work with them to better themselves. But I've been damaged. I'm fucked. I'm gone. That's all right. Um, but like, you know, you're like that person who's like, but there's still time for you. Save yourself. Right. There's still time for other people. And, and it's, it's an important thing to learn other people's culture because I find myself defending, um, Latino Americans all the time with other minority groups. It's not even like white people and are me speaking up for someone who may present or identify as LGBT. And it's from books that I've read. It's from people I've interacted with and these connections are being recommended books. Um, um, I read one book whose title I won't say because it uses, uh, um, a, if I say it, I would feel it's a slur. Um, in the LGBT community, it is a word they may use to identify themselves if they want to. Right. But, um, I read a book based off of this and how the dismantling and, um, the socialization of, you know, like, gay males and high school and the disruption and how that can lead to suicides. And these are things that wouldn't happen as frequently when there's literature present that lets them feel hurt, lets them feel identified, where they don't have to always feel the need to defend themselves. Um, and that's always important. You know, All Boys Aren't Blue is one of those books that was like banned from Florida. Um, or was put up to be banned from Florida because a complaint was that, you know, it talked about being black and queer, you know, and these are things that happen every day, all the time. And we, we don't want to acknowledge them because it's easier to be happy and friendly towards each other. You know, right. that, that Which, suicide. I mean, yeah. Oh, go ahead. A lot of stuff. I was going to say, um, going back for a moment, James, would you say, you said you were kind of ostracized by other other black people. Mm -hmm. Would you say that sometimes that was because you were a nerd and you were into things that weren't... Like, yeah, you know, things that people did things. not consi consider and, you know, it's was almost, And it's almost like America has this problem with a culture of ignorance and <laughs> belittling smartness as though that's a bad thing. That might maybe, just maybe, be fostered by people that would rather you be in the dark and dumb. Because then you won't realize when you're being exploited or ooh, ooh. turned against other people. More for sad the talk. of the people who have <laughs> wealth and influence. Yeah, and now so. Now getting dangerously into territories of books that would be bad. Yeah, yeah, no. And so, no, um, before we get into the books of business, I'll teach you guys about black culture and how slavery was so effective. Um, so I am light skinned, as black people refer to it. So I don't have a very dark tone of skin. And if you're not American, you may be like, what the fuck does that even mean about shit? But like, in like um american um, um black communities sometimes if you're light skinned you may be presented as other um essentially um my fiance also is a um light skinned um mexican 
And it's the same thing. And you, you'll find this everywhere um, across the map. There's a reason Geisha's put on the white makeup. Um, and so, like, the the whole aspect of what beauty and stuff is. Now, at least in black society, American, African-American society, um, if you were light-skinned, that was usually from the combination of rape. Like, my skin tone is actually, like, a down the line, someone in my family was probably raped by a slave master. And because of that, um, you were known as the house inward and they were allowed to sometimes be in the house and were sometimes treated better than the darker ones that were still out in the field. And this separation has percolated down the line all the way to now where people will regard individuals who are of darker skin as a lack of intelligence are people who are of light skin as they are distant from each other and do not want to connect with their own people. Um, and I've had that thrown at me multiple times. Um, it's just a little thing, just a little thing. You can read books about it, but you know, I've given to you for free. But they might be banned from your library. They might be banned. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of books that have been banned and I'll go through some of them, um, um, that have been like, these, these are the ones that are challenged the most, but not the banned ones. Um, Catcher in the Rye, everyone knows that book. Oh man, um, that's, that's got all sorts of questionable content in it. Now I'll admit, I don't love Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> it's not a great book to me, but it is important and it follows, um, a lot of things that, um, um, teens may be going through and it's it was actually uh-huh. it's been challenged for being offensive um and like it's unsuited for certain age groups um, man i wanted to say something here uh-huh. some of the people that are worried about things being offensive sure have a good knack at offending other people and not caring about it but oh, anyway yeah we can yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um and then of course this book of clearly is challenged all the time 1984 um oh, by george yeah. orwell are you saying that that book might have some some relevant themes are they also were they also oh. challenging fire and high 451 oh 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 dustin oh do you know why it was why they challenged that one do you want to know why I, i'm curious it was pretty darn red to them it was they were they Ooh. they say that it has pro-communism ideas in sexuality like, it's almost like george orwell was a communist get the was. fuck out <laughs> get the fuck out what but he didn't lie about it at least he didn't say i'm i'm for freedom ignore my totalitarian <laughs> actions <laughs> yeah he's like i'm a communist whatever that was george orwell's attitude yeah <laughs> anyway. uh what is it lord of flies oh. profanity sexuality racial slurs excessive violence clockwork orange obscene language teenage violence oh yeah because teenagers aren't violent at all um the color purple oh official language sexual explicit I know why the cage bird sings. Incest, sexual kind. Wait, okay. Let's take a second. They got upset at some incest. Do you know how many fucking books that are historically out there from European culture alone that got incest in it? I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, Harry Potter. Ooh. 
Um, for witchcraft, religious viewpoint, which is in, uh, what? Can is, is there any religious viewpoints in Harry Potter? I'm not really, but I mean, it's got quote unquote. Oh, witchcraft. Harry Potter is apparently anti-family. The book that's about the boy who you wants mean, to escape his abusive uncle. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. His parents got friggin' killed. His mother <laughs> took a goddamn shotgun blast equivalent of a magic shot to save his life in its anti-fucking family. Fuck off! Oh, uh, it it. Oh, uh, anyway. Oh, setting bad examples. So children not listening to every adult that tells them to do something, that's a bad thing. And when and when the, the, the there's a group of people taking over the the community, you just kinda act like it ain't going on and and, and stay quiet about it. Oh my god. Sense. Oh my god. The handmaid's tale. Yeah. For sexuality, works. profanity, suicide, violence, and anti Christian themes. Because the because the 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 people utilize the Bible to conquer and take over the current society. It's almost like it's happened multiple times before <laughs> in multiple places. And hey, by the way, people, if you are of the Christian faith, this is not an attack necessarily on you. Um, I am not one of those agnostics that are like. Ugh. You're Christian, that makes you automatically a dickwad. No, I know quite a number of Christian individuals who are open-minded and they learn about other cultures even though they have their own faith and beliefs. Now, if you're an asshole that happens to be Christian, you may be upset by this. And you should because you're a dick. Um, and you shouldn't be a dick. Um, so I want, I want to put that out there. Um, because I like to hear about everyone's form of faith and understanding, even if you're atheist, um, if you believe we just turned to gushy old mush in the ground, or if you believe in fairies, um, or if you believe... The only people I don't, the only people I don't listen to are people who think like their birth signs give them magic powers. You're stupid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. Just do what you want to do. Um, but, um, um, but, um, Fahrenheit 451, um, for obscene language reference. Trunk One second. On you know, second. I never read that book in school. They never gave that to me. It, well, it depends on that? your school. Um, Fahrenheit 451. Ah, yeah, I read that one. Mm-hmm. I actually have a copy of that one on my shelf. Another George Orwell, that naughty bastard, um, Animal Farm. Of course, communist views. Oh, oh no. Um, are oh, you no. there, God? It's me, uh, Margaret. Um, content with menstrual cycles and fem- feminine hygiene. Because women don't no. go through that <laughs> at all. Don't get me wrong. Isn't, isn't school supposed to include like sex ed or did we cut Oh, no. Out? Oh, no. We don't believe in sex ed here in the Americas. No, mm. no, 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 no. Girls are pretty. They never take a shit. And they just, you know, they they just, they go around foot all day. Boys are strong. We like guns. Dogs go bark, bark. And we eat meat. That's how we function. Okay. <laughs> and and just like. make sure we're on the same page here. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure. Um. Oh, for some reason, the diary of Anne Frank. Because she didn't go through enough shit. 
Like, like somebody might be traumatized. It's literally on there because it says it's depressing content. Get the fuck out, really? Like, it's that's just one of like I hate to say if the if the warning is depressive content, that's when you just put a label on the book and you're like, if you're really sad, don't read this book right now. Uh yeah. I now and I'll go through this list one more. This other list real quick here. These are the top not, challenges. By the way, not to belittle depression, which is a serious issue. I'm just saying. Depressive content is not a reason to ban a book. <laughs> Kaiju, you are correct. Uh, <laughs> you are correct. Um, that is how America phrases it. I don't like you and guns are loud. Um, top 10 books that were challenged in 2020. Um, this is per the LAA, the American Library Association. Um, by the way, so everyone knows, most of this research was done. Actually, what I'm using right now, all of this particular research was done by production. Um, she's not on here today, but production did this. Production is three times smarter than me, and I'm a genius. But, um, <laughs> production is like a super genius. Production is very, very smart, and, um, um, she's not here to do all of this, but she would be running the rounds. She would be, she may be a fucking immigration living. lawyer soon, too. She's working her way up. She's all fucking on up. smart. Um, anyway. Um, the books that are currently um, um, being challenged right now are George by um, Alex um, Gino. Um, they are challenged because um, it has restricted for LGBT content, basically saying it talks about stuff that they probably relate to the best. It's ha huh, ha oh shit. Um, by the way, in Germany, guns are also allowed. Just you have a lot of things to do, and you need a safe to store. Exactly, exact. Okay, it's let's talk world. about. Let's it's talk about world. real quick because Kaiju brought it up. Germany be on point with this shit. Like Germany, don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. They're like, you saying something big in it? It's on. Like they will, <laughs> they will, they will drop kick you at a drop of a dime. I like. Sometimes, oh my god! And Germany is not the only country I've heard of in Europe where it's like you can have guns, but they will fucking screen your asshole to make sure there's nothing wrong with you, like with stuff. And it's you. Um, I forget what country it is. I don't want to say Sweden or Switzerland. I forget which one. But it, they have the most guns per capita. Like they're on par. Switzerland. Every every adult male in Switzerland, I think, has to own a gun. Okay. Sort of like because everybody has to serve in the military. Like, right. Right. Unless you have a medical or mental health exemption, I believe. Right. So you have to serve in the military, so you have a respect for the weapon already. But you are only allowed a gun if you can follow all the little laws. Like, they they interviewed a guy, and they were like, what if you, like, peed on the street? Can you get a gun? He was like, no. Why would we give you a gun if you can't even keep your dick in your pants? And You, you can't aim that, so we can't trust you. Right, exactly. Why would we trust you with a fucking gun? <laughs> Meanwhile, you can just grab a gun here. Like, see, yeah, you need a psychiatric test and a certification, all that shit. Over here in America, Kaiju, you can just walk into a Walmart and say, give me bullets. And they'll say, do we even have a three-day waiting period? I know that No, not if you go to a gun show. You can get a gun the day of. They used to have a waiting period where at least if you went to get a gun, they were like, hold on a second. Why are you getting this gun? We want to wait three days because you know you might just be mad at the dude in the parking lot. We want to blow each other to kingdom come over here. Like, it's crazy 
how many guns are available in this country. Like, and, and honestly, this is what this all starts boiling down to. Like, um, oh yeah, yeah, they don't sell ammo anymore. But the fact that they did anyway, like, that's the point. That's the point. Is that, like, these guns and bullets acquisitions are so easily available in America because we keep... We keep people afraid. We keep the groups of people who want the guns afraid that they will be attacked by minority groups that have already been attacked. You see, when you, you ever heard like, like things of like, if you constantly lie all your life, you believe everyone's a liar or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's because if you perpetuate things, you believe it's going to come back at you. So that's why you treat others how you want to be treated because eventually things boomerang back. It may not boomerang back in a short amount of time. They will boomerang back later, but you treat people correctly and with respect. And then that, that grows. Um, you have the space to shoot someone and build a house on their grave. Germany space is tight. <laughs> oh, we're getting, we're losing space at least where we are. Um, and now we, now, now we have the space, James. It's just that that'll be three hundred thousand dollars for that 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 space. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it's and it's it's crazy when you remove people's literature you are forgetting who they are. And when you forget who people are, you can push on other forms of attacking on other groups of people and you can, you can make that okay. And I believe honestly, until you sit down with a person that's from a different culture from you, you may not actually understand. And they actually say stuff because I'll admit in the past, I sadly never told a lot of my like white friends. Sometimes if they were being offensive or hurtful to me, um, Mm -hmm. And I, I let it happen because I wanted friends who I could connect with on my social level, like the fun stuff, video games and shit. And so I would just let it happen. And it was the wrong thing to do. Um, because now I'm surprising motherfuckers, but, you know, I'm getting fucking tired of people now. Um, but, like, I don't need friends. Um, but, like, the thing is, is that, like, you... You, you, if you don't learn from other people, if you don't read about them, if you don't talk to them, if you don't feel even, let's say you're like a super, super afraid of like a minority group, but you want to get to know them, books can help you become able to approach them. Can, can I say something on that note? Yeah, yeah. I saw something that was really encouraging. It was a small thing, but it was really encouraging for me the other day. Um, there's a, um, there's a Reddit. It's like book recommendations. Uh huh. And somebody was on there, and it's bad that they were in this mindset, but I was really happy that they were trying to get out of it, that they admitted on, and they got a mixed response. They got some people that were really encouraging, some people that were like, well, you're a terrible person. They admitted on a post, if I recall correctly, that they were transphobic, Mm -hmm. but they wanted to read books to, they wanted book recommendations to help them better understand trans people and get out of that. Yeah, that's good. That's good to admit you have a problem. Say that out loud and seek help to try and get rid of that problem. It's not good that you're transphobic, but that person knows that. That person is saying, I'm transphobic. That makes me a dick. I don't want to be a dick. I should give learn. Me, give me some books to help me let, le- me let me educate myself. Let me learn. Like, you can't ask for a better bigot. 
Like you can't, you couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better one. Like I'd that's on a shirt too, by the way. That, <laughs> you couldn't, you could not fucking ask for something better for someone to just say, "I'm an ignorant fuck nugget." Can you please just make me a fuck nugget? Like, can you just <laughs> let me learn? Like, because it comes from most of its ignorance. And it's this. Yeah, it really it's is. It's just mm-hmm. you don't fucking know, and it's kind of how like the 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 um the group. I'm going to just say group phobic people who are just phobic of like the entire LGBT spectrum. Mm-hmm. Right. They are phobic because they believe that those individuals function like. A heterosexual rapist. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's why the people are like, we don't want to share bathrooms with anybody. Because they think people want to rape them because of their ignorance and what they project about what they would do in that kind of situation. That's all that is. Because let me tell you a little something, dog. You ain't that sexy. Like... (laughs) No one's just wanting to look at you and then fuck and you. Like, Man, can't can't control myself. Too hot. Like, have you seen some of the people who are out there that are anti-LGBT? Um, it's just stupid. Not gonna lie, I was pretty anti-non-German in my past, the childhood ages. If I would have learned English, I would probably be someone bad in my current viewpoint. And and that's the thing. Like, you can be, you can admit to have, and I I don't think kaiju. Thank you once by for sharing that, but also like. I don't think Kaiju's alone in this. I think we no, all... I, like, oh, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, I can say from personal experience. So my family is from rural, rural, rural North Carolina. Like the mountain, the mountain. Like when you picture like, you know, a little mountain hovel, that was that was sort of what my family's background was from. Um, and has been in the U.S. for like a long friggin' time. Like my dad's family got here in like the 1600s or something like that. Um, and, you know, for a long time, no exposure to, um, other people because everybody in that area is white for the most part. I mean, there's some Cherokee because the reservation is not too far away from that, uh, area, but you know, no exposure to other people, no understanding what those people are like. And then my, my mom and dad, when my dad went to grad school, went to Texas and met a lot of people from all over the world, especially Latinos because it's Texas, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and that gave them more of an understanding of other people. And then when I was growing up, I still didn't have a great understanding. And then my dad worked within that school system in South Carolina, had more interaction with people that way. Um, and um, and then when I was, um, uh, I, until I got to college, I didn't have friends who were not white for the most part. And that really helped me to understand where things, I don't think I was ever a hateful person, but I was but the it let you, person. Yeah, yeah. And I think I learned a lot more that way about other people, different backgrounds. I had a, a colleague in grad school who was a lesbian, and that helped me understand a little bit more where people were coming from. And yeah, just sort of knowing people from other groups of people and experiencing that is a great way to overcome some of those biases. And a good way to do that, if you can't actually talk to the person, which I think is the best way to do that, is to read a book. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's always better to 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 learn something new. And in literature does not always have to translate to literally books. 
Um, it could be comic books. You know, Mouse is like Mouse a comic a book. Novel, it's a graphic yeah. novel. You know, you there's can... movies out there. There's there's podcasts out there. Man, what do you mean the podcast? You know, Kia podcast. Come over here, Twitch. You join them. Don't even The um, but yeah, like the it is. It's important that you can um, you can acknowledge parts of where you are. Like for there was a time where I tried to become as black, quote unquote, as humanly possible. I stayed outside in the sun all day to try to darken up. I wore Malcolm X shirts. I read all the books. I trans. I quoted all the quotes. And at a point, I was like, "You're being stupid, boy," because you're not learning about anybody else. This was this was James's internal monologue. This is oh, yeah. I always refer to myself as boy and stupid a lot. Oh man, like I mean, same. The ones that out black our shadow. He's <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> like yes, and it was like I tried hardest, but it's I, I was ignoring other things because I've always been interested in other cultures ever since I was a child. So it it didn't make me feel whole, you know. Um, and anyone who was different from me, I became instantly like attracted to to talk to. Like those were people I wanted to be friends with. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a time where um, my best friend. Um, was white, but then all my large group of friends were all black and I was afraid to ever let them meet because it just felt weird, you know, to try to connect these things. And it, it's a stupid thought process. You know, luckily I was a child, so I'm allowed to be a little stupid, but it was a stupid process that I've never, ever thought of since then. You know, um, I'm always down for interracial relationships to see them out and about because fuck fucking mix the pot. But like, you know, it's, um, it's a, it's a thing that people are always afraid to do. But I'm also not people's buddy buddy because they're a minority. Cause a lot of minorities, they say, Oh, he's open minded. All right. So I can be a little bit of a bigot around him. I'm like, you can try that shit, dog. I will shove my foot up your ass. You know, like it's 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 a it's a thing where to be open minded and to be knowledgeable and accepting of other people, but to check yourself at the door too, like mm-hmm. learn from your mistakes. You know, um, the Kajipu here thing I think is most important. Everyone should be more open about cultural difference. Try to go on something neutral and judge it after you experience it. It's just say this is bad and just bad. Exactly, exactly learning things down the line about every different form of culture. You know, I know every fucking weeb out there at some point. It's like, Japan, greatest thing ever. No. <laughs> Japan did a lot of bad things as a culture and as a as a um, like. country. Um, but they are also people. Everyone has. They're not They're not exceptional in this sense. It's yep. just... It's like they're everybody's also, got something. Everyone has a skeleton in the closet, you know. Um, some some of us have a lot of skeletons in our closet. Yeah, um, it, it, um, um, <laughs> which is part of the problem, as I think Max said earlier, right? That mm-hmm. that's sort of what part of this book banning too is like, oh man, they might find them skeletons in the closet. Right? It's they mm-hmm. don't want to acknowledge. Oh, Arnold, did you want to say something? Yeah, I know. I was yeah. like, old like people over here jumping over you. I know. I was just agreeing with you. <laughs> it, it was so far back. Well, no, no. What was it? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I didn't. I didn't have any. I was just gonna say about the book bit. That was what, like what? ten minutes ago. Say it anyway. <laughs> what do you want to say? 
I already forgot now. Damn, we try to remember. Well, Arnold, what's your experience been? Like? Yeah, what go ahead. What's your experience? I, I haven't, I haven't had growing up that many. I, th- you know what, I had a friend in high school that I've known since middle school. Um, I'm gonna call him Billy. That's not his name. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, like, what fucking friend? Yeah, name. Name. Um, I didn't know, and it didn't really matter, but I, I did. I guess I realized later. I didn't know though that he was um that he was gay, but cuz and he didn't confirm it with me until I think senior year of high school cuz we were at lunch having, you know, lunch. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You know, everyone, you know, everyone's hanging out." And then someone came on and said, "You know, Billy, I didn't know that you were gay." And he's like, "What do you mean? I've always been. You know, Arnold, Arnold, you knew, right?" And I'm like, "In my head, I'm like, you know, I always felt like he was, but I never a confirmed it because not to say this is bad. I'm not. What I'm about to say, uh, please don't take out context. It didn't matter to me because he was still Billy to me. That's not taking it out of context. You're because no, f- no. What I'm saying is because it didn't matter. Right, it, and it shouldn't. It it never mattered to me. So I just told him, yeah. I mean, I knew. I mean, even if it, <laughs> even if he came out saying I actually um I'm, I'm like into. I'm, I mean, I don't know, something else random. It wouldn't have changed because he was still a, a chill dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll speak for my best friend. Um, I'll speak for him. Um, he can't be on the podcast, and I normally don't like to speak for other people, but I'll do it here. When he came out to me as bi, we were cleaning my car. I um, was thinking as he was showing that, I was like, I know which friend this is. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, he came out to me as, as bisexual, and we were cleaning and I remember distinctively um, looking at him and going, all right, fucker, you still going to pass me that vacuum because it's fucking cold out here? <laughs> because at that point, he had shared so much of himself with me about who he is and like um, how he thinks that for me, this was just um, this was the equivalent of me telling him I'm straight. It's like you were like, this is unimportant news. I didn't know. I mean, I'm glad you were able to talk about this. But I'm well, no, it's not even. It. It's not even that I, if I knew or not. I never even had a thought process around it. But it was right. more so like, this is who you are. You don't have mm-hmm. to announce this to me, and that's what I hope that down the line people can, because it still is important to come out. From my right. understanding, it's important for people to say that out loud because it is such kept in secret. Um, and it can be so disruptive to people's mental health um, right. um, and stuff like that. I know um, in black communities, I'm giving more of my influence again here and stuff like that. But um, I have an uncle who is gay. We have never said he's gay. We have never. No one acknowledges it. But I remember at eight years old walking into my uncle's house and his roommate was there and I'm like, my uncle's in his 50s. Why does he have a roommate? Have a roommate. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just like, I'm it's like, like. There's that moment in, in child James's mind of like. I was like, this don't add up right. And I was like, his roommate's in great shape. 
<laughs> like I was just like, and this is not the stereotype that all gay people are in right. great shape, but it was just like I was like, he looks like very attractive. Like this is a very attractive roommate. And I was just like, huh? It's, almost, it's like, is that one of the requirements of being somebody's roommate when you're fifty? Is that a thing? right? And then he had like another roommate, like a year down the line. I was like, why did the roommate leave so suddenly? This is so weird. So you know, like you know, it is. Um, and this is just coming from me and Arnold's more like heteronormative perspectives, but like it is um, the importance of acknowledging someone and who they are. And I, I honestly feel that being a nerd should help you with that. I say should because I've talked to bigoted nerds before, which is weird. It's so weird. But like, right. it is very strange. It's sort of like, do you like it? When you think it's all right you? to like fuck a bunny girl from like a Final Fantasy game, but you dog, God forbid, two dudes are kissing. That's weird. Like you know, like it's just like, like don't get me wrong. Have you seen the bunny girl from the Final Fantasy? <laughs> but like, um, but yeah, like no, seriously, it is. It's just one of those things, and it's about being more. Um, open and honest with each other as a culture and as a people and the book burning thing is not just about book burning i know people may like just come into the episode and thought i was gonna hit on just book burning but it's more than just book burning no it's a it's, deeper problem than that it, book burning is just now the physical manifestation of these underlining issues that have been harboring forever and it's not, you know, I don't think it's some deep down super conspiracy bullshit. It's just humans being dicks. Most issues on this planet, people, guess what? They're not deep. They're not super deep. They're just, people are dicks. Like, they're just assholes. And it's just, that's the reason. That's it. That's it. People have poor job management, poor pay, people living on the street, people don't have food. We're bombing countries. We leave countries after we've bombed them and taken everything else. The f- people are being tortured and harmed. People are forgetting other people's um, like cultural narratives and issues that have occurred. We wipe out almost all indigenous people on this fucking planet. Like These are all happening because a dick, duck, dick, dog, dick, dick, ass said... That was a mouthful. Fuck you, and then just go to fucking kill him, and 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 it just it just happens because people are bad. I firmly believe people are horrible. That's why people need to prove me wrong. No one's trying to tell me I'm wrong. Does does no one? Does people want me to die? A pretentious jackass that was right. Do you yes. know? How how horrible a pretentious jackass sounds when he dies. Have you seen Dio from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Like, prove me wrong. Prove I'm not wrong, but I want to be. I want people to make the world better. Fucking tell me I'm wrong. I I am never wrong about bad things. That's the that's my curse. That's my gift. That, that, that's that's, that's the, the curse. That's my that's my stand. I can just know bad things and it's, it's saying and it's going, it's true. And it's just like, you, that's, prove me wrong. Just prove me the fuck wrong because it's, it, I don't like people. <laughs> like I don't. I like people here. I like my friends, but over, I just don't like them. Like sometimes, uh, New people in my life are a stressor. <laughs> like, You're like, I don't know if this guy is a jerk. 
Aren't people both the bloody's berserk? Probably has a little berserk, but he is very kind. <laughs> and it's true though. And it's people are ca- ca- capable of dual compassion. Um, yes, humans are walking. They're too, they're, that's the stupid thing. They're too full of sense, right? Oh yeah, and it's people are walking. Um, um, <laughs> um, people people are walking contradictions. We always will be. We always we we age, but we don't want to die. You know, we we take a shit, but we think it smells horrible, which it does. You know, whatever. But like, you know, no, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I think so we're right about that. Like, thing. <laughs> the shit does smell like. horrible. <laughs> Some people think it don't. Some people. Think Some people think they shit don't stink, as Dustin is alluding to. There. Yes. That's um, and like, my thing is, is that like. Um, it is definitely like we, we, we border on these things. We, we, we want to be kind to our children, but other people's children are horrible. We want people to trust us, but we don't trust anybody else. Um, we want to drive fast on I-85, but we don't want anybody <laughs> else to. <laughs> like, why is this person driving? We've been out of lanes, and you're like, you just went out of three lanes, right? <laughs> exactly, and 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 it's always. I don't understand why people are driving so fast on I seventy five and look down your speedometer. And, like, <laughs> and it's 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 also willing to admit one thing. I think people don't know about me. I am very very good at critiquing myself. Probably more than I'm better at critiquing other people and anything else. I know, go figure. But like I, I don't just sit here on my soapbox and don't look at myself internally. The entire time I've been. Um, excuse me, been working up to this episode this week. Um, even last night, um, I woke up at like five o'clock this morning, um, um, Eastern Standard Time in America. Like, not because of any other reason, I just was up thinking in my head how to best present this episode, how to mm-hmm. best to go about it. Um, and there's no full right way, right? There's probably things we could have done better in, at the end of it all, but who cares? Like, the thing is, though, is that. You're always conscious and wanting to do better. And I want to do better for people. I don't really care about if this podcast becomes global or big or whatever like that. That's not my objective. Um, and I say this because I was literally asked in a work meeting, like, what's your main point that you try to drive home? And that's to, for people to think critically. Don't be a dick, asshole, dummy ass. And don't come to me thinking you're smart unless you actually know what you're about to fucking say. Because I will tear you asunder. Um, like, I do. And I don't do it in a mean way. And I do it because I tear myself up. I want to be sure that I myself am being the best I can to a person. Um, not because I want them to be my friend. Not because I want them to like me. But just because it's the right thing to do for them. And it's also the right thing to do for me. Um, I have lived, and I still do, I lived with anger all my life. Um, and it is corroding and destructive and I'm still working through my little demons, but we all have them and it's acknowledging who you are and where you can grow and where you can be better, um, all the time. And that's the point of all this. This is the point of key items. I don't do key items just so I can bitch about, <laughs> another video game that everyone else that, likes and i that's don't that's just a perk that's a fucking perk uh, like, but like that's like the use of the company car here for <laughs> I, I, yeah i don't yeah exactly i don't even fucking stream video games just because i like them because like 
I can fucking play esport by my fucking self. I don't need an audience. I do this shit because someone out there may learn that esport is a game that they want to play. This may be something that they love to do. This may be something that they like to do. Um, I play games to let myself grow. It's why I don't repeat play games. Um, I play weird etch like I was gonna say etchy. I play weird. <laughs> no, I, that you read that. I read that. Um, <laughs> I I don't play. I play like weird like indie video games and stuff like that because I've already been given all that big name AAA like RPG, Final Fantasy, Call of Duty bullshit. That's easy. Like it's playing a game that makes you uncomfortable sometimes um not pathologic but you know other stuff but like not, you know not getting over it over here yeah it's just to be miserable right but i play games that make me feel emotions that make me cry that make me upset that make me angry make me think because that's how you grow i go mm-hmm. to people who disagree with me um not only to tell them that they're wrong but like <laughs> But, 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 but once again, the perk. This is a perk. But like also to learn from them because people have different perspectives, you know, and learning to communicate that thought process is, is so important. And I think if you're a nerd, you've already kind of written into that, that ideology. And if you're ever going to tell me you're a nerd, I'm going to expect something like that from you. I don't want to just hear you're a nerd because you're a nerd. Like, you can say that. That could be what you think, but I think it goes deeper than that. There's something about this weird, odd universe that we've created that attracted you to it. And it wasn't the special effects, and it wasn't just the biceps or the boobs um, or the, the, the Fox girls. You know, like, these aren't just the things. These are the perks. These are the company cars. Um, well, some people, that is what they look for. Yeah, but why do you stay? You know what I mean? You can't. You, you can just go. You can just go to porn for that. You know, like, why do you stay in this? There's something more. And maybe you don't have the words for it yet. It takes a long time for people to figure that out about themselves. And it takes a lot of introspection that people may not want to do. Looking inward is ugly. Trust me. You find things. Oh, man, what's that? You are no one's as pretty inside as they think they are. And it, it it takes some work. And I encourage everyone to do that. I do it all the time. I do it every fucking day of my life. Um, and it can be a little bit tiresome sometimes. Just turn it off, dude. Go out and play Dig Dug. Do what you do. But, you know, know that's what I try to do. That's my purpose for all of this media shit. Um, I am a very... My inside is pretty ugly. Have you seen what a heart looks like? I actually have. I knew. You know what? I set that one up because I knew Kaiju was coming in. <laughs> uh, Kaiju, always... Always great. But I was going to say, it's it's important to think of that when you are either listening to us or um, going about your day. And that's that's my takeaway from this. Go out and read some books. Um, um, try some new ones uh, like The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. That's a book that was um, sent out. Speak. Try all these fucking books out here. I'll try to get um, the whole list up on our Twitter later on. Um, and maybe you don't like them all. Maybe they're not all good reads. But try to read something new. Try to read something different. Try to read something challenging. Um, and then learn about the history of other cultures and communities, if anything. Um, because you'll, you'll, just, you'll just be a better person. 
That's it. Yeah. You're upgrading yourself. Think of it like an RPG. Ooh. Achievements. Um, but yeah, that's my closing statement. Arnold and Dustin, have at it if you want to. If you want to close out with anything. I do want to say people should stay open-minded. And like James said, maybe try out some of these banned books, you know. Maybe just read them in the fucking lunchroom. Fuck the school. Yeah. Uh, they uh, can't do anything to you legally. <laughs> yeah. Be out there with your with your, your uh, cart of uh, banned books. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't you know, peddle I mean, NFTs, panel bed, banned books. At least exactly. People learn something from this. <laughs> exactly. Okay, okay. Um, Dustin, anything you want to say? I'm not going to get on a soapbox here, but all those people out there thinking they're protecting those children from, from, uh, from with their good Christian morals. Um, and this is coming from somebody who has grown up in the church and has taught Sunday school for years. Mm-hmm. Not right now, but in the past. Uh, all that content y'all are worried about, you know, the, the murder and the death and the communist <laughs> ideas and the incest and the masturbation and all those things. That's also in the Bible. So you got to ban that too. If you go bad for those reasons. Just yeah. So. Yeah. Like the Bible's dirty. It's sick. There's a lot of, a it's lot of fucking, content there. It's fucking but ancient Game of Thrones. Too, so <laughs> we joked earlier this way that earlier this week that I was like, some of that stuff, J- George R.R. R. Martin would be looking at like, hmm, got some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Most religious texts is dirty. Not just saying, not even judging religious texts. Just someone doing something dirty. God's yeah. dirty. So yeah. <laughs> so, like, so yeah, like Dustin said, um, if you think you're a religious sort of the Christian variety, and you think you're banning books because you're protecting people from that, well, it's in your Holy Testament. So it is. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, and I guess one last thought is all I can think of when we're talking about this and wrapping up an episode on burning books and reading books is is like friggin' LeVar Burton back in the day with friggin' Reading Rainbow. Oh man. Watch that. Yeah. Just watch watch that. Reading Rainbow was great for old people. The people that are old now, like us. Like watch it. Um Bible is weird. Adam and Eve eat an apple and God killed two cows and threw them into the Man, there's some weird I can I can share with people weird just weird obscure Bible stories. There's there's so many. There's so many weird ones. Um but I won't ramble on that. But all right, folks, this was an episode of the Key Adams podcast streaming here on Twitch and also will be up on all the other streaming platforms for podcasts. I will promise you I'll have the two episodes up this week. I have been godforsakenly busy um, and whatnot, so I am sorry that if the only place you can't come to listen to us is on Twitch right now, but I'll have them up soon. Um, yeah, it was a good episode. I like this. I like doing the hard to talk about shit. Um, and we, of course, will do another one at some point. I'll go ahead and give this preview to you guys. We're doing an episode at some point about why black people have lightning powers and shit, because I don't fucking know why the fuck that's a thing. Justin's going to guest star with us. Justin's going to be here. Justin okay, will be yeah, here. I, was like, I feel like Justin needs to be here for this episode. He'll have thoughts, I think. Yeah, and so we're going to we're going to expand on that and all sorts of shit um, down the line. That's a more comical, serious episode. 
but we'll definitely because it is a serious question. Why yeah, he... getting hit by thunder <laughs> and get black easy. <laughs> God, Kaiju down. <laughs> anyway, um, with that, everybody, we will be back on also, streaming. Oh, go ahead, Dustin. One last say? thing, I wanted to say a thank you to our contributors in the co- chat section because we have yeah, we had a lot of people really in chat. Like I like that a lot. Um, thank you everyone for coming into the chat. Um, and. Yeah, Kaiju silly ass uh, <laughs> coming in. Um, thanks everybody though for joining in. Those of you who may not have commented or may not feel they could have commented, feel free next time. There's not stupid. Well, there are stupid questions, but like you know, you can always ask <laughs> um, and bring them in. Um, just just be aware that James may call you out. If you I, I will. That's okay. I call my fucking self out all the time. So don't feel alone. I'll be with you in the dumb dumb box. Um, but like, yeah, thanks. With you in the dumb dumb box. We got a lot of slogans. For this. <laughs> yeah. I um um. There you go. There's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I was going to say, me and Arnold will be streaming. Something today. It'll, it'll more than likely be Fire Emblem because I want Arnold to finish his game before Elden Ring comes out because then he'll just yeah. he'll just leave Fire Emblem forever. Yeah, um, the de- delving into the salt mines. Yeah, but I am. Um, I may or may not play um, Pokemon today. I do apologize. It's been a long morning. Um, I ran in like thirty degree weather for no reason at all, but my health because I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, you can't lift weights. I can't lift weights. I've been off. I've been told no more weights. And like a book. For like a book. No no book weights for me for a month and a half. Um, but anyway, peace out, everybody. We'll be back. Thanks. See ya. See, ya. See ya. Thank you for playing.